Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What is going on, everybody? Mike here from the Bases Loaded Fantasy Baseball Podcast. And this is a uh, live draft with me, Chris, who's known as at Baseball Pods on Twitter, and Matt Williams. We all had the same draft. We decided to get together, record a little live podcast, uh, hang out a little bit, so some banter in between. But for the most part, just a lot of fun, um, some analysis, and a little bit behind the thought process behind it. So what a DC is, is a 50-round draft and hold, so there's no waivers, no trades, nothing like that. So when we talk about closers getting pushed up and pitching getting pushed up and all of that, we're basing it off the fact that you can't make moves in season. What you draft in these 50 rounds is what you get, period, end of discussion, and there's 750 players drafted in this format. But before we get started, a quick word from our new sponsor, Prediction Strike. Do you wish you could have had stock, quote-unquote, in guys like Aaron Judge or Paul Goldschmidt? Well, now Prediction Strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction Strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if they were stocks. It's like Robinhood and DraftKings had a baby. Sandy Alcantara is up 149% over the last year, and investors are making a killing. Prediction Strike lets fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just draft your favorite players. Start investing in them. Simply download Prediction Strike's new and easy-to-use app from the App Store or sign up at predictionstrike.com to create an account. Use code GTE. That's three letters, G-T-E. Then deposit funds to buy, sell, and hold shares, quote-unquote, of your favorite players. The value of players will change based upon game performance and supply and demand, and you can trade your shares of players at any time as long as the player isn't currently in the game. Sign up with promo code GTE to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more. And that's the beginning. Where do you pick? Ninth. Ninth. Oh, so it's, it's kind of cool because we're close to each other, but we're still like, we're not back to back. So it's like players so that make tw- it to Chris. 12, right? I'm 12. Yeah, you're 15. He's nine. So it's like spread out evenly. What, two picks per- between each of us? Yep. Yeah. Which is fun because uh, just because I'm like a player I'm thinking of most likely won't make it to me, even if it makes it to Chris anyway. So who's your number one, Chris, anyway? Like who was your number one pick this year? Or t- I know no one trust me, no one cares what number one picks. I get that, but uh. yeah, I, w- <laughs> I, I wish I was ever able to get it. I have the worst uh, KDS luck, but I would I would go Acuna one. I got him at two in the main. And I I almost talked myself out of him because of, I had I had such a like a set plan. But I was and then Matt was with me while I was drafting like a good portion of my main, and he's like, dude, you you said it out loud. Go with what you said out loud. I'm like, you're right. So and Acuna is my number one. Like I was just really you know the whole shortstop like dead zone which just falls off a cliff really scared me so i was really and i had i had my uh targets for outfield already in my head at least early round outfield which everyone knows eloy is was the plan <laughs> but then um but then said mullins even fell in that draft i was like i don't know what to do i i, I do like said mullins more than eloy so i took him because i'm not gonna skip on what i perceive as value 
to make a certain thing happen. I'll, I'll adapt, which I did. But um, yeah, it was one. Of those, it was weird. It was just a weird, weird start to the draft. This is moving way faster than I'm used to for a deep. <laughs> Probably yeah, all fifty-five second clock. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I think, it's just I took, I took Mookie um partially because I don't have a oh. lot of I like him um but I I so there's a other I usually I would I thought about obviously uh, Freeman or Burns and Kohler there and so is Machado but um I was like uh, I'm, an, I'm a big Machado guy but I don't have a lot of Mookie this year and he's a guy that I've liked so I'm happy to scoop up there. So I'm in this weird position where I usually see I, I have no Vlad. Twelve picks coming up. I'm picking twelve. I have no Vlad. I don't want to miss on Vlad, but I have a hard time passing on pitching just because I don't trust it. I don't. It's not. There's no pitcher here that I don't like in the next round, but I don't know what's going to fall to me there, and I don't know how pitching's going to be treated in this draft. So and but then again, Bobby Witt Jr. is here. I have zero Bobby Witt, and I don't know if I want to end the draft season without him if he falls one more pick. So then I'm torn. I'm like, do I go pitching? Do I go Bobby Witt just to get Bobby Witt? Because I've been pretty anti-Bobby Witt this draft season. I don't know yeah. why. I have two. This is one of the reasons I love playing Dynasty because I've got I've got a couple Witt shares in Dynasty. Oh, I'm all don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Even better. Don't have to worry about it. It's an auto pick, by the way. Yeah. Nice. Well, first round. Good. Good first, first round. Take, yeah. First round auto pick. That's fine. It made my decision easy. I went Garrett Cole at twelve. I just like the safety. I can't. I can't believe I passed on Vlad. I told myself I'd get you know to change up my draft strategy a little bit, but I just really like Cole. I really like those pitchers in the first round. Mm-hmm. Cole Burns at the back end of a fifteen teamer. I just feel like it's such a safe. I did a. I did a fifteen teamer with. Um, I had the fifteenth pick, and this is earlier on in the draft season. And I went, mm-hmm. and I double, I double tapped uh, Colin Burns. I, mean, I like the build. I think it's all about, how, but we don't, we talk about, it. we don't know. Am I? Because like, here's the thing: it already looks like pitching's not getting pushed up. I mean, it's too early to say that. But we were talking about possible, possible, you know, with the whole main event season that just happened. So then I'm looking at what was I? The, I, I took the first pitcher off the board at twelve. Yep. So I'm thinking, do I really need a double tap pitching here? I'm really don't. I don't think so. But if Burns did fall to me, if Matt doesn't take him and he falls, which I don't know, what he'll, he do. will not get past me. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> I did not think so. But um, if he you did, I probably in the first round. Jesus, Freeman. that's fine. That's fine though. If they yeah, auto move quickly. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. The, the draft is going to fly the fly by. Ideally, <laughs> ideally to be the three of us. Now, on, the, honestly, I don't. I'm a huge Mets fan. I have no Pete yet. So my whole thing was I'm taking Pete no matter what. But. And now I'm like sitting here looking at Vlad and Machado too. And Burns. <laughs> yeah, and Burns. oh, I'm taking Burns. I'm I'm using 30 seconds of Burns to contemplate my would other you say, Would you say you're burning the clock? Yes, I'm bur- <laughs> I am burning the clock. I might say, you know what? I might, I'm probably taking Pete anyway. I what, just you want Oh no! Sorry, I want, I want Pete anyway. So no, I'm, I'm laughing. I would have taken Freeman of... if he dropped. I would have taken Freeman and Burns. Um, That's a safe start too. Freeman just no one seems to like him, and I think it's just like super safe. I don't know. Maybe that's why there's no speed. You know, people want speed in the first first pick. He stole thirteen times last year. I forgot. Yeah, he stole what, eleven. Thirteen. Thirteen? Oh yeah, you said thirteen. You said the number. I still. I was laughing. I want to make sure people understand. I was laughing so much because I looked at the screen and because we're recording. This is a recording, but you and I we see each other on you know Streamyard, and uh, you were just shaking your head at the terrible dad pun. I went full Jeff Erickson on it. I went full. <laughs> listen, if there's one idol to have in this industry, I think Jeff Erickson's a good one, and uh, I would take yeah, it. He's the best. <laughs> Vontae Mack, no matter what. What you got? Oh, you got a big meat Pete. There he is. In the first. Oh, you think, per- oh, second. Okay. I, I wonder if that's the, the, you hit, just think- the minimum on him, Matt. I think he's hitting. Oh no! Is I actually looked it up the minimum seven? Yeah, someone took him in the first first. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I saw looked that. up like I, I tried looking up. I'm like, all right, what what could I do here that's not crazy? And I saw like there's yeah, there's some crazy. Someone took Bogarts eight, by the way. What? In, 
Wow. Yeah, his min is min is eight. Mrs. Bogarts. And if, if, Max if is Vlad... like one is Max is like one twelve. But By the his way, is eight. <laughs> I'm mad at you because Pete was actually my top target in the second round here because I have one share and I really liked how that build was. I think it was almost like I think it was a Cole Pete uh, build. So if 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 I don't get Vlad, I don't think Vlad's gonna fall in. He's gonna, this guy's about the auto pick. If you know, it's get... funny. I mean, you guys know me. I love doing the death by a thousand paper cuts thing, where I love drafting mm. guys that like don't well, get my, zeros. I'm not gonna. I'm. But there's no way I get Vlad. Sorry. When I, anyway, when I do that. I, I mean, knowing yourself and your weaknesses when you draft, I typically end up with a deficit in power. <laughs> so I figured, all right, I'm going to just draft Pete. I'll put some go. power. I'll just put some power on the board, and then I'll draft like I normally do. I'll end up getting. I just, anyway. I just got, got Vlad. Vlad. I got Vlad in the, in the in the early second to pair with Cole. I really, yeah, man, I mean, I mean, you just got the same combination of players because I actually pers- I put Pete right here with Vlad in terms of like I personally have Pete in that tier with Jordan, Vlad, and. Just having that power, you know, that up huge immense, like any of the, any three of those players should be winning you know, lead the league in home runs type of thing. So where you took Pete taking over Vlad's fine for me. Like I didn't think it was a huge reach. It's just one of those things where it doesn't happen often. It's not the consensus, but personally, I'm family, I'm okay with that pick. And not that it matters, it's not my team with what I'm okay with, but you get my point. Yeah. <laughs> I actually just, think in the end they're somewhat interchangeable from a stat perspective. Uh, I mean, Vlad has a higher uh, batting average uh, ceiling, but P has a higher power ceiling. It's, but it's close, so it's like what the only guy I put above them is if Freeman. You can write his. You can write his statistics in pen. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what you're getting. From. I just grabbed um, Riley. De- Devers went right before me, and Manny oh. it was off the off the board. I love getting one of those three, but it's not. And I put this in a. I just put out a piece yesterday on my website around um, uh, the you know the batters that I'm riding with. You know the ones that I have the highest shares of, and I have a ton of. Riley and uh, Manny, and that's not because third base is shallow, though. I think third base is just fine. I just think that those guys have the great power and average floors, and they're super safe. So I don't know. I don't, and, and I, I do think that first base is a lot deeper um, than third base. So there's a little bit of position scarcity going into there, but really, I like the third base pool. I think it's fun. Wow, Randy went. Wow. Randy. I love Randy, but not. I don't know if I take it. Well, then look at who's here. If you want speed, other than Lindor and Harris, I don't think it's a crazy pick. I think it's one no, of those. No, I like, hey, man. I, I have Sandy, and I think every team. <laughs> so, but I've that, I've been drafting a lot towards the middle, but um, I usually get them. Yeah, in the, the third. Uh, but yeah, that's um, um, Chris. Yesterday, uh, I was out, or a couple days ago, I was sitting in while Mike was drafting his main event team, uh, uh, just kind of chilling here with him, and uh, Devers slipped to the mid third crazy yeah it was oh yeah it was nuts I, I, mean, I was i was set i wasn't taking him in the third i had a, i had the second pick overall so well, pitching i had went, early like, pitching went like crazy i had strider an early third round like pick sixth or something yeah strider was like a top eight pick again i think that's twice yeah. that's happened now and then cole it was one of those where i was like holding my breath and woodruff fell to me thankfully and then gossman made it around and i was like yeah. i'm just gonna secure pitching and i know my strength being that all i do is focus on playing time stuff all season long I wanted to, my goal was to come out of that draft with a, um, with a strong pitching staff. So I, I, I double tap SPs and Devers was one of the, when all that pitching is going off the board, what well, something has to give. And it looks like, you know, hitting has to fall obviously. And Devers becomes a solid value in the third round for sure. But I mm. wasn't willing to sacrifice my game plan, knowing my strengths was building around the, the offense. And I feel like that kind of showed out. Cause I know I'll be, I think I'll be okay off the waiver wire too, if I get lucky enough. But yeah, I'm thinking, uh, so third base, I feel like it was even, I was part of the, I was part of it. I was guilty. Third base as a whole, Chris, I feel like was just there kind of, a gap, but there is but, a, there's a, well, there's a gap in all positions, but I feel like 
it was just overblown just how bad it was. I, I feel yeah. like it's just it's kind of so it's just so mediocre for a well, long time. What the problem is is like shortstop as a position is deeper, but they all go in <laughs> uh, the front. Yeah. A third base is more shallow, except when you're taking other people when the shortstops are going. After that, you get a bunch of third base. So it's like I think it's just almost this thing that's not even discussed enough when people do analysis. It's not how deep it is, but kind of when you can, when players are still available. Like, yeah, it's like if you wait on shortstop, you're kind of screwed after the top, like so many picks because, yeah. like, you know, but uh, no, yeah, that's third a base, you can grab one. Like Yandy Diaz, like, goes super late. Yeah. He's totally yeah. usable. And the most usable shortstop is gone, like, well, well, like many, <laughs> many rounds before that. So it's just, yeah, even though it's a short, yeah, it's just, I don't even know how to phrase it, but yeah, they where it's you the can, short, where people are going. It's about the shape of the position. It's like third base has this like super elite, then a little bit less elite, and then there's there's a gap. But like there's they're different. There are good like good different players with a diverse set of skill sets. Like you can get oh. empowered in third baseman later, and you can get a, a stolen base third baseman. You can get batting average third baseman. So it's just about um, it's about just understanding like kind of almost. I, I think of like almost like a like a, a graph where like it's up and down, you know, and it's just like the, the, in terms of the quality, you just have to understand the shape of the position. Yeah. Here we go. We've got, so we're so, so what do you, so right now I have, uh, Oh, you're about to, did you pick already? No, I'll be up in a couple picks. I'll be and going you, with the answer here. So you're combinate. What do you have right now for I've three got, two rounds? I've got Riley and bet. So good average, good power with bets. I have some speed, lots of counting stats on both of those offenses in the middle of the lineup. So, I'm going to either be going with um, – I'm probably going to grab a closer here unless two of them go. Uh, I like getting a closer early, especially because Kenley Jansen scares me now. He returned. He returned. He's fine. For what it's yeah. worth. It seems like yeah. <laughs> No, but I just like – I like – Um. well, there's also a starting pitcher here I like a lot. So exactly – There's a lot There's a lot of good pitchers here. Like, I'm surprised. Pitching is not getting pushed up right now. Hitting is. Yeah. Uh, there's so many good starters. I'm going to go with my favorite reliever to draft, and that's Jordan Ramon. I think he's money in the bank. Makes me feel safe and secure. Makes wrap, me feel I, safe and secure. Wrap 35 saves around me in a blanket. That's the way I feel like <laughs> I do when I draft Jordan Ramon. See, I'm looking. I have zero Josh Hader, and I'm seeing Josh Hader fall here, and I'm like – yeah, he could get him. I think he'd be great. He, I thought about him. He was the other guy I was thinking. Of. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm not a hater guy this year, and I think that maybe it's a mistake. And but I also don't usually get him in the third round of a 15 teamer this late. Yeah. But then you have player. There's other players that just really have my attention. Then like, oh man, that's so hard to pass on it. Including again, starting pitching is very intriguing here. Um, I just think that I just think that they're. I mean, with what happened in New York, and I, you know, look, Kenley's back and looking fine but that still looks no i know but but there's presley there's other guys i'm just looking at other closers obviously it would be it would be hater here just i I would take a shot on the upside yeah 120 strikeouts again it has to get autoed twice don't they like doesn't it skip them already how long does it take for them oh man so okay so arenado was on top of my board i was thinking about double tapping with like Uh, two big power bats like two super powerful bats like that but um oh no now i'm looking i'm looking at pitching hard but i'm looking at the hitters too and i feel like we're we're entering this area this is why i don't usually pick from the 12 spot either so i'm over here probably overcomplicating it for no reason which is always fun i'm gonna go i'm gonna go hater i'm gonna take a take a different approach here i I don't mind getting closer early i have been avoiding closer early because i really like those uh next tier closers but i'll take hater at 41 just on part of it's a fomo thing having no shares another part is securing saves and uh good team and obviously hater because of one half 
I don't feel. I feel like we shouldn't be we shouldn't be fading a guy because of one bad half after a long career of success or a solid career of success so far. You know, agreed. But I'm not confident in it. <laughs> I won't lie to you. Act like I'm super confident in the pick. You know what I mean? It's just it's wild. It's just wild to me because I have to I have to get out of this mindset of oh I need to get pitching early when pitching is falling right? like really falling. I hope it keeps on falling. Me too. Well, yeah. You the way you set your team up, you set up you set yourself up for this. Like I'm jealous that you set yourself up for this. Me mom over here like like I, I wish I kind of <laughs> I kind of wish I didn't go Garrett Cole in the first round. I kind of wish I took Vlad and then another hitter. Just because right now I could be getting my ace and be happy happy with it. Yeah, there are four pitchers I'll be happy with. You took the double tap the the two outfielders I was really looking at. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robert, Vlad, that's a Vlad. Vlad the yeah this year's Yelich, right? No, well, this year's Yelich was a different player, I think. But this was uh he he came out today was really like yeah uh, now that I'm done drafting Roberts the guy he's like he's my guy. That's right. It's like, Ro- he, what did I say? It's Rober. Ro- Ro- is it Robert? Robert. Robert. Like rhymes with over. Robert. Robert. Yeah. Okay. I just I I have heard it three different ways. Robert. Robert. Oh, now Robert. He, they finally he, they finally the White Sox asked. That's right. Him, and he pronounced it Robert. Robert. So, I was gonna that? take uh I was gonna take Gaussman, but I was like, all right, now that I got Pete grabbing both Mullins and and uh. Yeah. Now you're making me consider. You're yeah, making I, me I, consider. Like Robert, I like I like I like taking him. You know Gaussman. what? Is he's my he's I'm, like I said I put out another article my most shared pictures of my most shares Gossman I have month six out of my twenty mm-hmm. and that's a lot for an ace. Well, I'm about to give you another op, a chance at him because Gossman I told you saw I took him in early third so you know he would have been a target of mine here if I needed more pitching but I don't want to I don't want to leave draft day without this guy he fits my team build I need speed you know I want to get some speed secured I'm gonna take Corbin Carroll. Ooh, and, uh, I consider I considered taking Carol with one of my guys. <laughs> Huge FOMO. I, I considered I considered it. I considered it. I'm I'm I mean he, he part of it is he, I do I do buy into what we're seeing these last few spring lineups, which again I don't I've gotten way better at not overreacting to them. But we're see, this is three now that we've seen like a lot of the starters in there, and Carol's batting fifth or sixth. And I do think there's something to that, especially with this man. It's the same manager. Uh, from last year too and they you know he led off josh rojas plenty last year he let off other people carol i think let off once or twice out of his like so and he started off towards the bottom of the lineup but moved his way all the way up to second i do think you know this team's gonna get injured he's gonna get opportunities to move up i think he's gonna move up sooner than later carol i'm talking about but uh ultimately i do think batting fifth sixth is kind of crappy but i'm gonna bet on the skills here and i think i think projections are a little soft on the stolen base potential so I just took Zach Wheeler with my not not a bad pick. I mean, because uh, to be honest, I don't think they'll make him make me. There's two other pitchers that I was considering there that if you read the article, I have six shares of already, and I'm like, <laughs> I need to diversify aces because pitchers get hurt when they do. It tends to be catastrophic. Mm-hmm. So Gossman is one, and then Darvish is the other. If Gossman falls back to me, I, I'd be surprised you let him. But uh, <laughs> I doubt he will. I doubt. But he if will. if you do, oh, I like getting. I like. I don't like. First five, I'd rather have three bats than three arms. But if Gossman or Darvish fall, I'll have a hard time. Well, so you must love my main event staff because you just named two of three of them. Um, the, it was uh, what was the first one? Oh, Wood- Woodruff, who I feel like is super safe. So it's one of those things where I was like, all right, I'll take Woody. But uh, yeah, no, I'm with you. And obviously, those are the same guys I'm looking at. But I almost want to see like what closers fall. Do I take a second closer this early? I usually don't. I never do that. But it is super tempting considering the closers that are falling because. Now we're seeing a little bit of a pitcher run. But, um, there are a lot of closers on the board. You're right, which is shocking. Especially with uh, – this is a draft Champions League where you can't play the waiver wire. 
That's the only reason why I even took a closer in the third, which I lately I've been again pivoting off other closers, uh, off the top tier closers and settling in the mid tier. But I'm not. I might cause. I might be the guy who says screw it and causes the uh, the push. You know, I'm gonna play that game of. All right, I guess we're gonna um, push for closers. I'm just I pull up. I'm pulling up the board here. Team, team six here is Tucker, Rosarina, and Garcia. <laughs> yeah. Team six has three outfielders and a starting pitcher. This is a 15 team league for they, those they, listening. They walked into the grocery store in the outfield uh, section and they filled up their cart. Like what they saw, they got they got power speed. They got both of those. Um, batting average is gonna be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tucker could be in for a bigger, a big bounce back with the whole shifting band as a lefty. So Tucker could gain uh, batting average, but you know, Rosarina is no guarantee with his uh, volatility. He's a little volatile. I mean, I feel like he gets it gets overlooked how volatile he can be, just because uh, Rosarina has been so solid and safe over the last couple seasons. But and we all know Garcia. None of us bought it last year. That's why there was a huge discount. Now this year, you're paying for it, and I'm 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 afraid of being held. I'm afraid of holding that bag. You know, you don't want to be holding the bag when it, like, the bomb when it explodes, so to speak. So. That's what scares me about that when it comes to him. Um, where are we at? Schwarber in the fourth. Yeah, I see 15 teamers. Schwarber and Judge. Interesting combo. A lot of a lot of a lot of bombs. Yeah. I'm 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 expecting uh some th- there has to be some starting pitching going between team three and team four, though. You have two people here with no starters, and he just picked a third bat over his first starter. Starters falling. If you went like you your build, Chris, that was a, it worked out really well for you getting to to uh go with hitters heavy at the beginning. It's crazy. And, then, and then getting a closer. Agree. We're about to get into round five. This is like early DCs where I got Gossman in six in a number of places, but then everybody and their mother was like, uh, mm-hmm. hey, check. He was like the most unlucky. He had like historically bad Babbitt. Like, I guess. <laughs> I'd be very surprised if he falls to you because uh, he's the top SP off the board right now per ADP, and there are there are five, six teams ahead of you that two of them don't even have a starting pitcher. One of them, two of them have one. Um, here, so now you got your now you got your closers going. We just had three of the last five picks. And for those listening, Ryan Presley, Ryan Helsley, and Felix Bautista. So the closers are kind of, other than Romano, which again I'm not I don't care Romano here. There goes Gossman first, a second pick in the fifth round. Good value, especially after all. Again, pitching falling the way it did after the main events. I'm kind of surprised, but it's kind of, it's fun. It's fun to see it fall as, like not as expected. You know, I, I like I like it's I like unpredictability a little bit. Adds to the fun, at least for me. Is Darvish even gonna pitch the first week? I thought he was delayed or something. He might not pitch the first like fantasy week. We you know the four games or three games, four games, a four. Yeah, there was something about him getting ramped up from the WBC, but I don't think it seemed more like timing. Um, but I don't know. Well, he did, say, he did say concern regarding preparation. What is that? That is not what you want to hear necessarily. That's, They're saying yeah, he may not make the opening day start. That's what. Okay, opening day start. I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But we need more info before I'm over here not starting him in my main because uh, I I don't want to miss a start from him. But I don't. I, if we don't have word come, you know, the first day, I'm over, I'm not gonna push him. I'm not pushing him up. Like I'm not gonna start him if I if I don't have guaranteed he's starting the first series. I I can't. You know, I'm I'm not t- taking that risk type of thing. Oh man, I'm tempted. There's a lot of risk. I'm, I I think. Uh... I may take that risk because I think every all the people that have the upside that I want here, I feel have some. I think we're getting in that territory of hitter and some pitcher. Yeah, pitcher too. We're getting to that territory in general where it's kind of a lot of uh, pick your poison. There's well, there's a lot downs. of a lot of guys that have question marks about them have fallen. So Rodone, Iglesias, Jansen, yeah, like those guys are they're still here and they're because oh, probably- Iglesias. I thought the new there was news that came out that was ra- rather positive. 
I thought I saw or I heard about, but then um, I still don't really, qu- I still question it. But then you have um, Rodon, who was supposed to miss, miss maybe a month. So I'm not sure how to, he's throwing a bullpen session already, ball. but. I decided to go get. Big I hate ball. you. I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I took a. You know I wanted Eloy. You know Eloy was top of my queue. You knew it. Like you had to know it. You I don't have a. I lo- I, th- this is my thing about Eloy that I love. So he, he was like, he wants to play a lot of outfield, and I was like, and I, for so the beginning of the draft season, I was like, dude, I do not want that guy in the outfield. Then they signed yeah. Benintendi, and I was, and, and they've got Colas, and I was like, oh, like he can want to play outfield all he wants. <laughs> but they've got. Yeah. Three much better outfielders than him that are going to play ever. Man, I'm really bummed that you did that. I really thought that he we would talk, make it to me. Darvish, I talked out of who? Darvish. Oh, <laughs> damn it! I do love Darvish. Is one of my favorite players in baseball. Has been. I do have a summer. But I once again, this is why I'm glad I did this. I went and, like looked at. I have so many shares of him. I'm like, oh, if he go, you know, you you don't want you don't want to you don't want to go down. You don't want too many teams going down with one eighth. You know somebody who has my attention that I have no shares of. I think I might change that right now. And it's not it's an outfielder, so I'm really looking looking. I got to see. I, I want to see if I, what I thought I saw the other day looking at him too, which caught my attention. I'll just, I'll say it because I'm really leaning his way is George Springer. No oh, yeah. shares, no shares, but we know he's great when he plays. Stole bases last year, and I believe in spring he's running, which to me always speaks volumes when a player runs in spring when they don't have to. When they they're risking injury, they don't have to run. He's two for four. That's the problem. Like, and but he's never been known for his success rate. But if he's run, <laughs> but if he's running in spring, four attempts, that tells me he's going to run. That's how I look at that, anyway. Ugh, I don't. I already have so much. I, I, I don't ha- intend to have a lot of him. He's a very difficult player to own. He feels like he earned a roster because it feels like he like gets all those kind of dingy injuries where you're not sure if he's going to play or not. That's the thing with him. I don't yeah, that's the case. That's I'm gonna just. Take my safe pick here and get my guy, my my SP two here. Lock up my you Darvish to go with Cole and Hater. See, I don't like having a closer this early. I'm looking at Hater and Hater's pissing me off that I took him. <laughs> like I'm really upset that I took Hater. Plus, I wanted to give Matt less options here to go with Burns. <laughs> you took Darvish, Mike. I did take Darvish. Yes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Darvish and Cole to pair with Hater. I like my pitching staff. I just again the thing about Haters, I just don't like a closer early because I feel like. I really like the starters there more. I feel like just the way I like my team builds now, just getting a starter there is is something I prefer. But I am looking at um, we'll see on the way back how this goes. But I'll, t- I'll let Matt pick his, his duo here. So Matt has Corbin Burns, Pete Alonso, Luis Ro- Ro- Robert, uh, and Cedric Mullins. I'm not going to say that right for a long time. So you Christian, did it right. Actually, you just said it right. No, just don't worry though. You're going to yell at me though because I'm going to mess it up at least three more times. Um, but you actually said it right that time. I know, yeah, that time, yes, which I appreciate. And you know, I do make an effort. I just, I am just yeah, bad at yeah. it. That's all, I think that's all anyone cares about. Make an effort. I, I, I do. I, I hope so. But at the same time, you know how that, you know how people can be. People think that like I'm, it comes off as mocking sometimes. It's just like I'm. It, what it is is how often do we actually say the words out loud? Like you might murmur, like say it to yourself a little bit just to try to get the idea. But until you're using it in conversation, it's really difficult to get that down pat. And I'm over here talking while he's thinking. He's listening. Your boy Springer might make it back there. You're going to have a hard yeah, time. I know. Well, if he makes it back, I mean, that's actually – so I was looking at him way above ADP anyway. I think, Or not way above, but his ADP is oh, it's like 80-ish. Um, I'm not an Edmund guy. I'm just like a guy's above him, and I don't care if Matt knows. And Matt's not going to take Edmund. He already has his own bases. But I'm not an Edmund guy. I never have been. I like the George Kirby pick. So Matt took Kirby and Framber Valdez to go with Mullins, Robert – see, I told you to mess it up. Robert, Alonzo, 
I'm on the clock. And I have zero. Okay. I have zero shares of Kirby. He's my dude. So I wanted one. So whatever. I'm happy with that pick. Man. And that sets me up. Uh, you know what? I mean, you know, there's a lot of rounds to go, but that okay, sets me up fine. where I can I can let starting pitching go a little bit. Well, <laughs> I couldn't let George Springer go anymore. I felt like at, in the sixth round. Sixth round, he just and a little bit of power. You know, he's gonna get power, lead off speed. I got power in middle the middle lineup type in Vlad and Carroll. He's gonna fluctuate up and down that lineup, but he's gonna run plenty, a little bit of pop. I just thought I thought Springer was a good fit. Now I just have to hope I go. The thing about outfield, it's not that deep at the top, but it is the deepest position. I can name like three or four reserve round outfielders personally that I feel comfortable starting. Reserve rounds for average people, but I have no problem starting them week one if I have to, or yeah, sooner than later I if I have to. I agree. It's yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a weird it's a weird like there's a weird dynamic there. I feel like there's a whole bunch of guys that I feel could steal fifteen bases, fifteen home runs with some batting average. It's just the, there's like a ten of those guys that I like. But the problem is it depends on you know what playing time are they going to get. Boy, this guy that's autoing is cleaning up on all the injured <laughs> players. He's got Iglesias. He's got Jansen. He's really. He, watch watch him win the league. His oh, so, so his, Holmes his, his last three picks. Wait a minute. Was I think? No, you're you're looking at the wrong guy. I think. Oh, there's a, the guy got Rodon oh. and Iglesia. Yeah, that I don't know if he autoed that or if he is he, he on did. auto. Yeah. Well, that's what he gets for being on auto. It's I mean, it's a it's not a free league. So if someone's gonna yeah. auto a league, I'm not gonna argue. <laughs> well, I went with I went with Robbie Ray. I don't have shares of him. I really would have rather had. Um, but he, I think he's 200 Ks in the bank, and the ratio is fine. And yeah. in a league like this, where he, volume matters, and plug him in and let him go. So. So my I'm through six now, and I've got his hitters Riley, Mookie, and Eloy, and then pitchers Wheeler, Ray, and Roman. So I'm really mad at that. really mad at the Eloy pick. I, I you don't understand. Like don't get me wrong. I, I'm glad I'm glad we're on the same page in terms. Of you took Eloy, so I'm like fine. I'll stick it to you and take Darvish. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't I'm I'm the opposite of you. I was I really like Darvish. I feel like Darvish is one of those guys that could be a top twelve pitcher. Yeah, me is, too. Is, it's just a matter. It's just always a matter of health. But he's been healthy lately. I know he's older, but he. I feel like he's figured out how to stay healthy. And sometimes that's a learning how to stay healthy is a skill. So and I feel if, like I, he, if uh, I didn't already have like twenty five percent to thirty percent of my teams with Darvish, I would have picked him. It's just it's about their taking you. I'm just upset that you. T- I, I want you. But yeah, Robbie Ray. It's funny because like I was actually texting Simeon because Simeon's not a Robbie Ray guy, and I'm over here like, dude, something about Robbie Ray just sticks out to me. I think it's the strikeouts, and I know I'm going to get good, not great ratios but then in spring again i know it's spring but he's like not walking anyone in spring so a little bit of a whip bump we saw from his young year to last year maybe he can fix some of that if like if spring is any indication of maybe he's attacking the zone more who knows what he's doing in spring robbie ray that is to uh, figure this out so uh i'm just little things like that that's what i look for in spring stats don't really matter but when it comes to guys like like with like robbie ray where we've seen the you know the whip go up and down and the control go up and down like something like that i'm like all right at least i'm paying attention to it entering the year not necessarily something i'm reacting to and making a point to draft him because of but it could be a tiebreaker like you know what maybe there's a chance this is a thing and kind of keep your that's how i look at it no i I think i think you're right i mean i i think that i think we're still i mean the thing that i I hear a little bit too much of oh he's down two miles an hour on his stat cat or the Mm velo it's just like the machines aren't even the same at every different park and all these people are down. And so I don't ignore anything I hear in spring and I also don't act on everything, but I think we are better about it because I was tweeting this a little while ago. Like, I don't know, maybe it was five years ago. I would say every podcast I listened to, everyone was just like, ignore spring training. And it was like just a lazy take, to be honest. doesn't help. Mm-hmm. 
you as a fan because you want to watch spring training. And now we actually have some more data. And I don't think we figured out how exactly to use it. But I do think that that's the next the next level is like we're like I do think people are overreacting a little bit to like two mile an hour decrease in velocity start to start. But in fact, I'm very confident that they're overreacting. (laughs) But at least we're trying to not just write off because it matters. Look, if it wasn't for spring, would Anthony Volpe be on a major league roster? No. Exactly. Would would a uh, Colos have broken camp? Most likely, most likely not either. Yeah, I think Rodriguez would have broken camp. <laughs> 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 Touche. Touche. But Brett yeah, sure wouldn't have. Dude, Wait, is, this Jenny, is this Jenny Butler that we're drafting against? Because if so, that's gonna. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Did she get in? Oh no, no, Ray Butler. Is, Ray. Is, it Ray, is it Ray Butler? Oh yeah, that's Ray. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's great. He's gonna have a good team too. I, I like oh, how he's. I like how he's built it. You should have invited. Yeah, I was about to say you should have invited Ray on. I didn't. Honestly, it's weird because I, I feel like ever since you know he he's grown his family and all that, I haven't seen Ray do a lot of podcasts and stuff. So I honestly nice. just kind of assumed he was busy. I, yeah, I, not yeah. that it's not for lack of caring about the guy. Heck, back in the day, I was uh, I was I was I helped him get the podcast started. You know, back in yeah. uh, back yeah. when I had ambitions grander than I could handle. <laughs> <laughs> I tried doing everything with everyone. I didn't realize I just need to stop. I had to do less, do a lot less, and less turned into way more. Because now I'm all I do is one thing, and it's it's fun. But man, it's it's cool to see how I, I feel really confident in like how my content has transformed over the years too. Because uh, remember, you mentioned spring training hasn't mattered, but now I'm seeing a couple other notable people yep. do similar do similar write ups as me. Not like the same. They do their own spin on it, which is great. Because I look at it like this. Bring more awareness to the niche as a whole because there is a niche. Like I know Zimmerman does lineup analysis in season, but I saw you know Di Pietro's been doing a daily thing, uh, Clegg's been doing a daily thing, and I think it's great because what it shows is that there is something. And it goes back to what you were saying: there is something to spring training, not necessarily the stats, but you're looking for playing time edges, you're looking for platoons, you're looking for lineup spots. Only matter for the beginning of the year, but you're still looking because if Carroll goes from leading off to batting fifth, you have to alter your playing time projections or your plate appearance projections. You have to alter some R- maybe like okay, look, RBIs are going to go up, the runs are going to go down. That matters because you're building around skill sets that might not be what you're drafting. So that's why stuff like that matters on a micro level. But how much it matters depends on where the player ends up, you know, long term, whatever. So stuff like that. It's just really cool to see. That it's growing in popularity, that people aren't just writing it off and giving me a hard time. Now, to be fair, when I started this whole thing off as a niche, it was kind of basic, like, hey, look, this person's leading off. This guy's batting fourth. Like, I didn't do now. That's like the least amount of what I cover. I'm co- I don't know. I don't know if you still read the athletic, Chris, but um, yeah. You, I mean, if you've seen any of my work, you see how much more in depth it is. It's yep. the amount of I put, I make sure I put I, my goal is to set the standard. Like I've always said that I've always wanted to be the guy for this. And I feel strongly that I still I, I, that I've become that, but I do love that other people are doing it and doing it well. Not like they're not doing it. I don't want to sound cocky like they're not doing as good as me, but it's the competitor in me. Everybody wants to be the best at what they do. And sure. I feel I feel like I'm uh, pushing for that. And son of a gun, Adames, did you take oh, him? Oh right, I was. Dude, bad. shortstop. The shortstop run just crushed me. All right. When I t- when I took Springer, I just went. I was gonna go Adames, uh, get some power, but. I went with Logan Gilbert as my SP three. Gonna make sure I didn't get don't get caught short at starting pitching. One of the I like I like him. I like him all. I, I I don't know. I like Kirby more, but I don't like Gilbert that much. Yeah, I'm actually I kind of value them very similarly similar similarly as well. But what what so when I took Springer, I had Tim Anderson on top of my queue and Willie Adamas right there. I thought one could make it back to me. I knew Tim Anderson probably wouldn't, but I thought Adamas could sneak back. And then this huge shortstop run happened, and shortstop. Is at that cliff. I don't like to 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 
to be around. I don't like Ahmed Rosario. Ugh, I'm really looking at shortstop hard here. If I don't take one, then I have to hope that, oh, man, I, I can't play this game of hope. I'll take the one I like. And I know a lot of people, there's a lot of people not in on Jeremy Pena, but I'll take him. I like him. I like the power speed combo. I know, I'm not expecting the playoff version of him to be there all year, but I think he starts off the year batting top of the lineup while Brantley and Otube's yeah. out and stuff. Damn. Yeah. I almost got Duvall. I didn't really want Duvall, but if he fell there, that would have been nice. Uh, I don't hate Rosario, and I might take him here. I, I don't either. I was going to say. Uh, if, yeah, you didn't, if, if you didn't take uh, Pena, I was going to double tap it just to fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what friends are for. I appreciate I respect that and appreciate that, all right? So I am taking Rosario. Uh, I'll probably take Bednar. Um, I'll probably go next to I would say, if you didn't take Bednar, I was going to take him. No, I mean, I'm only getting one, so I'm deciding between him and Barlow, deciding if I want to live with the Pirates or not. I mean, uh, I like – see, the problem is, is the Pirates and the the Chiefs. The wrong, wrong sport. They're both kind of – like, they are very similar in terms of, like, what you should expect out of them, like – I do like Barlow though. I like, but I like both. I really like both, and they're both right there on top of my queue. So I'm not gonna lie to you. You know who's not on top of my queue? Daniel Bard. Because I'm not touching the Rockies. Closer. I kind of wish. I kind of wish that I didn't take two starting pitching last time because I I would have taken Hunter Green because I just want a share of Hunter Green. I don't. I don't. Oh, touch I did. That. Why you said you, you sounded distaste tasted with him the other day? Why not? I think I think he's a dark horse to he can strike outs. This he's, yeah, he is. He is. His, his arm also might fall. And <laughs> yeah. Well, it, I mean. It's funny, like he got like uh, if he can just cut down on those ones where he has eight strikeouts, but he gets taken um, out at the second inning, like he can make a big, <laughs> he can make a big stride. I took Bender, everyone, by the way, I did, so I needed a closer. Uh, Duran, I love, um, but I'm just, I feel like they could go the high leverage route there with Minnesota, and Jorge Lopez soaks up the stuff. So I, I, I I'm, I'm probably, I'm probably gonna have like regrets about not getting a lot of the Duran shares because the guys have. But yeah, I went boring in Bedner. Not that he's bad. Uh, I win. Hopefully I win he gets traded. Hopefully he gets traded to a better team like the Mets. Uh, you know, maybe in July. I took a fun pick in Chris Sale as my SP three. What is your obsession? Like you don't want Hunter Green, but you're obsessed with Chris Sale. Because I've seen Chris Sale do it in the past, and in spring I know he hasn't been the best, but he's still showing the velocities there. He, and I still he think, looked I, sharp his last time out. Just and like that's kind of, yeah, look at he looked he looked like him. Grinning, that evil grin walking off. Yeah, I love that. Oh, I, you know what? it was funny that I'm lying. I forgot about Jordan Walker. Like <laughs> I forgot about those two. So you know, Volpe's on top of mind now for everybody. Hold on, who took? Oh, someone took Walker. <laughs> that's what i'm saying as soon as you see walker you know the other hot name rookies on everyone's mind too which oh duran actually i'm surprised yeah. volpe uh didn't go yet and i don't I care about saying his name out loud at this point no uh, well he's i took i took um nico horner who i just love and i think he's very similar to me to a med rosario on that like yep i love yeah. horner I, he's actually my top owned shortstop yeah 10 20 roster matt Ross, so, it's a, it's hard to. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, but it'll be interesting to see if I. I'm wondering. Uh, part of me is hoping Volpe falls to me because I only have like one share, and I would love to double tap that. I don't think you'll get Horner to uh, play second base in short order too, which exactly. helps. Exactly. That's. The I re- and I, I know I, I knew I said Volpe out loud, but as soon as we saw Jordan Walker, I'm sure we oh, all no, thought, no, "Oh no. yeah, Volpe." And um, because I want you're, I'm with you. I want a Volpe share. Here's the thing: I didn't want to pay. I, I'm not paying main event prices. I I, I wasn't. He went one oh. And at the time on Saturday, this was so it was before you know the announcement. Volpe went one oh five in mine or one oh four. He said 
um, Matt was with me. I think it was the, the men pick was set at that, that time. It was in my draft. And I'm like, I'm okay missing out in a main event on him at that cost. I think Ray, a, I think Ray Butler is going to take him with two picks. That's my prediction. He doesn't need that skill set though. Look That's at his true. team. He really good. doesn't. And he doesn't need another shortstop. That's I think true. I think team one has a better chance of taking them, but they, even though they don't really need speed, they need a shortstop. Actually, they don't need speed at all. They need starting pitch. Um, yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking ahead to see who might take them from. And the best bet would probably be. I don't know, man. Well, a couple teams are like. The front, it's the front end of the draft that has all of them. Fells could use some speed, and you know, because they've got Bogarts at shortstop. Yeah, that fourth, that number four team, I'll bet that's who takes them. They've already got two starters and a closer, whereas a lot of these other people only have one, one or one of each. Who's a who's the auto drafter here? I'm trying to find them. I, I thought they were on my side. Are they on your side? I thought they were pick 14 ish or something like that, which would make sense because they have Glass now, Iglesias, Rodon. So yeah, they've got they've got Radon, Iglesias, Glass now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like they have so yeah. many. They have to be the rogue drafter right now. By rogue, I mean not here in the room. Yeah, it's number. It's it's him. It's Hayek or Hayek. He shows. I'm seeing it right now on the draft board. It shows auto under. So yeah, team 14. This team has well, two first base, two first basemen, a third baseman, and all Jeffrey, pitching. Luzardo and Jeffrey Springs. So, see, this love is them. where I feel like I, I, love I, them. I, I love. I love Springs. There goes Alexis Diaz. Wow, Ray Butler going getting get his pitching staff. I don't know. I don't know. See the Ray. way the way the way he attacked pitching. The way Ray attacked pitching here was the way that I, I the way I the way I attacked. That's actually almost identical to the way I attacked it in my main, just because of how pitching was going. I but here we're seeing pitching fall. Don't get me wrong. It's a good area to start attack pitching, but not when you have Degrom, Verlander, Gossman, Helsley. Unless you really, I mean, he's taking some upside here though. He has Buxton. Yeah, like that's a big upside swing. A Ward, we all know how good he can be. It's just a matter of health. Trey Turner's a stud. Um, I, I don't, uh, but I agree. I, I, I trust, see, Ray's a good player. So to doubt him, but I'm not going to lie and act like I like what he did there. It, it doesn't make a lot, whole lot of sense to go Springs think, and Diaz there. Uh, yeah. I was, I mean, I think he's going to, I think he's going to like crack, crush bats in the middle is his idea. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, that's what I would get. That makes the most sense looking at his team. I'm just, but I'm just, like I said, I'm just looking at it and realizing, oh, like, oh, it's, uh, Interesting. Well, we I, don't, I, I have to be honest with you. There's so many good hitters on the board. So I know. It's hard to me, look at. I, there's a part of me that's, should I take Volpe? I don't know. I don't know. And then. I'm going to do it just for fun. Here he goes. I, I was uh, hoping you, know, you wouldn't. I was hoping you'd let me have him. You know what, who's <laughs> on the top of my board, though? Christian Walker just went. So there we go. Anthony Volpe. Come they on made down. it easier for you, huh? Yeah. Made it easier for me. Because Walker, <laughs> I, I love Walker this year. And I don't have enough of us. I think he's. Uh, I, got, I can tell you, uh, I know. Oh, see, this is making it easier for me too, because uh, I'm gonna take the guy that I know uh, Maddie over there wants, and oh, I'm not gonna so. let him have him. Oh, that's not who. Oh, uh, I need a third. I like I like Matt Chapman this year. I'm not like all in on him, but I have like the fact you know you're getting power there, you're getting a third baseman, and kind of with him, he's kind of like at the beginning of the top. The, he's either at the end of the tier. Depends on how you feel about Muncie. He's at the end of this one tier, beginning of another tier. Like, oh no, oh so, I know who you're taking. Added Severino to his, uh, his staff. Dude, this auto draft team is amazing. I'm so win. happy. It's gonna win. It's gonna win the league. There's no doubt about Luis it. Luis Severino, Tyler Glass now, Rice oh. Iglesias, Carlos Rodon. He might take a zero for the first month in all across pitching, but at the end of the day, I think he'll end up having an amazing pitching staff come uh, come April, May, come May probably. What are you doing here, buddy? He's I'm gonna take. Jo- he's gonna take Joe Ryan. <laughs> 
I'm not taking him, so I know you. Okay, so I was thinking Barlow. I'm glad you made that decision easier for me on the way back. There's one another player that I would love to get. We're in this fun area of players, like fun as in frustrating because it's hard to really pick them. <laughs> it's hard to pick from them, I should say. But uh, I really want to take Joe Ryan. I know yeah. you do. do He's your guy. <laughs> Gotta get one of your guys on this team. Did you get Barlow? You waited a whole round and you got Barlow, huh? Yeah, I got Barlow. Yeah, I was Barlow was up there with Matt Chapman for me. But... I had to take Murphy. I just hate that. I mean, I only like him and like one other catcher left on the board. Oh, I <laughs> so that. I got to get at least one of them. No, I, I, Murphy was top. It was Murphy and Chapman for me, but I didn't trust you not to take Chapman because I know you like him. And I didn't want to settle for the other third baseman behind Chapman. I, plus, I wanted to, to address power because I have enough speed right now, and I feel like I, was, I feel like I was lacking. Now I'm going to take some speed here. A guy that I'm really in on, Jonathan India. Hmm. I really like India this year. Lead off, <laughs> average, stolen bases, top of the lineup. He's been ta- I think there was talks about India just getting back into more comfortable off se- regular offseason and stuff like that. And I, I, I take value in a player getting comfortable. I think that that's not we talked about enough. A player's mindset, mental health and mindset mindset entering a year and, and comfort level. He's healthy. India, I think, is in for a decent bounce back. I'm not saying he's going to be great. But we're talking about Great America Small Park, too, you know? Yeah, I agree. Chris, is that who you wanted to fall, Hap? Yeah, I wanted Hap. I love Hap. I think there's so many parts of his profile that look like – So safe. He could put it to – like, if he just does what he did, I'm set. But there's signs there across the board that it's together. So I'm hoping that happens. I don't know. He's – like, I don't – I wrote this in in the article today or yesterday. Like – he was basically an outfield to he, he finished last year as like the 90th player in, in um player value on like Rasball's player raider, and he's getting drafted in the 140s. And like he's 28 and the lineup's better and he's hit gonna hit not. I just don't get it. I'm not I think that there could be another level there. And he and he's the type of guy that looks to me he could benefit from the base dealing. Good smart base dealer. Yeah, yeah Hap's always been a fun player. I it's always been a guy I've been in on too. Like I feel like I, I remember it was it last year. Maybe I was really in on him, but didn't get any. And then this year, I have a little bit more of him. Not a guy. I, we're getting to this area where I think I'm addressing some guys I liked later in draft season, like Chapman. I felt started liking a lot just because again that power potential there. Uh, India was a guy I realized I like a lot, especially seeing his spring. Just the it's the fact that he had like two. He had two times as many walks as strikeouts at one point in spring, and I'm like, I need a healthy India in my life. And then the skill set, just, you know, a little bit of power, a little bit of speed and that, that ballpark, man. I was like, okay, I'm going to get India. If nothing, if yeah. nothing else, damn it. Telez. Oh, that's my other guy. Damn it. I was, he was the top of my board. He pulled, they, he's been flying up draft boards. It's, I, I, it's, he's also, he's on my list of guys that I, I think I've got him in like 30% of my leagues. It's easy. He's good. <laughs> it's simple. Okay, he we, was, he, he was vastly over uh, underpriced. Roddy yeah. was vastly underpriced all draft season. Yeah. That was weird. Right. Like it was, he was really falling. There was no reason he should have been drafted behind the, uh, the Reese Hoskins. I, I did have Reese Hoskins ahead of him. But it was they were one A one B for me, and I kept taking Hoskins, and that burned me up. <laughs> Obviously, but uh, it's frustrating because um, I always did prefer Hoskins. I, I should have honestly liked Rowdy more, just because of the ADP difference at them too. Well, I, this is one of the reasons one of my biggest fades of the year was Matt Olson because, like, I just feel like the those two. There's a lot of first basemen that are within like but Matt Olson range of outcomes that go way later. Like, you know, is that what Rob Silver was that Rob Silver's comp too? I think initially I thought I heard, I know. it might've been, I just looking at Christian Walker and he, when you do, you can look at, I like, I was, I wrote, I wrote it like, you can look at this, like, and Bubba was also talking about this. 
Yeah, I think Bubby Bubble was the one that I, the first one. I mean, I had thought about it too because I've been drafting Rowdy all off season. But Bubba actually said it out loud. I remember I was driving and I was like, "Shut up, Bubba!" <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that fun when you start yelling at your friends? Like, because we all we all know, we all know each other these days, you know. So you hear someone talking about a player, you're like, "Stop it!" And then you text them like the inst- the instant. Sorry, I go off a tangent. I'll let you finish. I promise. But uh, Rob Silver tech tweeted about. Uh, about Nelson Cruz last night. And not that Cruz is a world beater, but I really liked him week one just because he had the four games, two lefties, four Rockies pitchers. Even though it's in San Diego, I was really in on him as a streamer and a 15-teamer just because of those factors. Played appearances in the middle of the order lineup, of the of the order lineup, et cetera, et cetera. But then he tweeted about him, and I lost him two to one, which might be a blessing in disguise. No guarantee Cruz is anything special. But for week one, I he was intrigued. And I blame – so, yeah, it goes back to the like same thing that you're about to talk about with – a play, an analyst you respect says something you're like stop <laughs> yeah that's right now i was i think it's like one of those things where you could take um, i'm gonna pull it up but like if you look at the first baseman you can get later versus other positions and you like but sometimes that's like helpful to do is sometimes i think one of the things that's helpful to do is to say okay let me look at literally two positions and what i could get at different points in the draft right and like matt olson is going in like in the third round and when you, i mean when you look at some of the other talented players is going in the third round and then you combine it with, with what it looks like so jorge polanco and matt olson or rowdy telez and jazz chisholm i mean I'm going, go, yeah. I'm going rowdy and jazz every time right and yeah. then another one there's my favorite one was you could either have matt olson and daniel bard or Jordan Romano and Christian Walker from it's just like that speak that's that speak for itself right there you know yeah man and then you have Alec Bohm this year Alec Bohm and Cabrian Hayes have my attention this year not because they're anything special but because both of them packed on muscle with the idea of hitting for more power and both have in spring and again that's what goes back to watching spring stats because you're not looking for the actual number but you're looking at intent and and outcome you know and both ha- – I haven't checked Bohm in a while, but Bohm was on track. But I know uh, Cabrian Hayes, I looked at today, I'm like, wow, he's actually, like, hitting extra base hits and for power this spring. And we know the hit tools there and all the other stuff. So I'm intrigued by him. Yeah, I like. I think Bohm is a nice – he's he's one of the reasons I don't hate third base. I think he's <laughs> going to be a good batting average, and I think he's going to be just – and I think he's – could he could push 20 home runs. It wouldn't surprise me. So I'm going to take – I just took Rizzo. I would rather have had – rowdy who generally goes behind rizzo but that's okay yeah and matt's gonna get his wish because um as much as i'm eyeing joe ryan right now i don't think he fits this team as i mean don't get me wrong i, I really like i really like joe ryan i think i, joe ryan is a, I, I think joe it. ryan is a, is in the discussion with lazardo who went two rounds ahead ahead of him yeah so um as much as i want him I really don't like chasing. I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to get Joe Ryan because this auto person is going to take him. From- as much as uh, that's what I'm getting. So as much as I like Joe Ryan, I'm think I'm going to pass on him because I, I can't think- believe I'm not going to get Ryan because of an auto pick. No, you might not get him because of me now because I'm really thinking twice. Well, either way, <laughs> I'm not getting him, so I will. <laughs> you know, you're not. But I just, I, it's a, there's a value here. I want to get, I want to get a start pitch, starting pitcher, and it was honestly, I was thinking I can take something else here, pass on this, and get Bass on the way back. But I think I'm going to take my chances, so I'm taking him from you. I Sorry. wasn't getting him anyway. No, you weren't. That's which is crazy because this guy would have just. You're right. He would have just auto drafted him. So honestly, I'm happy I took him from you because I took him. I really took it from you. Yeah, I'd rather you have him than this person. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Treat him well. Oh, I, I plan to, good sir. I plan to. <laughs> but yeah, it was because I was looking at Chris Bassett. I really, I'm not afraid of Bassett this year. I like other people because I know the, again it goes back to spring velocity. But then he's like, it's on purpose. I'm like, well, Chris Bassett makes for a great that you know SP3, SP4 range. You're getting him an SP4 range. He's he fell in this draft a little bit. He's falling a little. Bit, I should say. 
So I'll, I have no problem with them personally, but I am looking. There goes Chris Bassett. There goes. Yeah, so I would, I would I would have been upset if I passed on Ryan. Wouldn't have gotten Ryan or Bassett there. So yeah, I'm glad I'm glad I went with my gut and took a starter. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not a Bassett guy this year. Cherry worries me a little bit. The velocity worries me a little bit. I know he said he was working on, but what are you going to say? I it wouldn't surprise me if he was good, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was bad. And there are other guys I think. Yeah. Also, he's an older guy, so I'd rather. Uh, I want to. There are other guys. There are a lot of pitchers in range that I dig that have a little more upside. I think a little safer. There you go. I really. When when Miranda went, I was so nervous because the those Miranda and Hayes were my fallbacks. (laughs) I'm just sitting here quietly, like, oh my god, Hayes ain't making it to me. I'm upset. And then Carlin brings him up. I'm like, son of a. Well, I don't want him. Oh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> I didn't, well, he already had a third baseman. I had my third well, baseman. Well, no, I wasn't I mean, going you know what? You never know with people well, like, because like, he's such a unique player. He that, is, like, exactly. you, you don't know. People will just take him out of order regardless just because of the unique speed. Like, yeah. you know, other than J-Ram and him, there's how many third basemen really? I mean, well, I guess, like, you know, how many third basemen really have? Yeah. So we have a lot of picks that we haven't talked about. I don't know if you guys want to talk. We, me, Matt, you can go over your team a little bit, where you're at, where your head's at in terms of how you think you're doing so far. And then um, obviously, because Chris is going to pick here shortly. I took Riley Green just now, so, and I'm happy with him. I'm happy. Happy boy. Anyway. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I told you I to, I tend to I tend to draft teams that are light on power. So I took Pete. My next four <laughs> hitters were Robert Mullins, Rosario, and Hayes. <laughs> That's yeah. why I took Hunter Renfro yes. because I started to steer into the, like the light, the lighter hitting speed guys. Um, not that they give you zeros in power, but like I, I start to fall behind. So it's just something I tend to do. Uh, so Hunter Renfro, uh, he's always, he's always a guy I like lean on towards the back plus him and Rowdy. But like you guys said, Rowdy is a, uh, is a crowd pleaser. Just doesn't last very long. Yeah. And uh, I'm so far. So Chris took Jordan Montgomery. So that gives Chris this, Cody Bellinger thing is off my screen. That gives you Logan Gilbert, Montgomery, Ray, and Wheeler. How do you feel about your starting? Uh, I like. Starting? I like. Them. I mean, Mon- I mean Montgomery. Like, I, don't, I mean, for some reason, the Yankees wouldn't score runs from him. He didn't get any wins. But <laughs> it feels like a really. I love. I love him in St. Louis. Great defense. He fine. Good ballpark. And um, I, I've also have four pitchers on winning teams, and that's not an accident, right? So yeah. I think um, that allows me to take some shots on players like on the Marlins or the A's or uh, the Red Sox. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, they're <laughs> not going to be that bad at all. They're going to be actually better than people think. But I, it allows me to take some shots and not worry as much about where I take wins later. Also, um, I think Gilbert, I think Montgomery and Gilbert both like helped me with the Robbie Ray whip. <laughs> yeah, the Robbie Ray, the Robbie Ray whip issue is kind of like, <laughs> it's just funny because it's, I don't know. It's just it's true. It's just what he's known for, and it's like I want him to not have that he's, issue. He was one one nine last year. I'll take that, right? I mean, yeah, that's sad. Like, but it's <laughs> also coming coming off a Cy Young year. You know, it's we knew there was regression coming, but it's like he really decided to lean back into the high whip or a high whip for an ace. I, I should. Say. But yeah, that's where that's where I'm at. So I feel like I took a little bit of upside here, having Garrett Cole, and I feel again I'm more I feel safer with Darvish as an anchor. So a Cole Darvish combo. Getting Sale and Ryan, I took a little upside there. I don't think there's a lot of security in those two, although I do trust Ryan more than most. I know, Matt, you're with me on that. So Sale, I just really like what I'm seeing in spring, and I'm willing to take a shot on him. I was in on him so much last year and kind of faded him early on this year that he was a guy that I just had to get a couple of late shares on because I was like, I'm not missing out. I'm just, I'm not, I refuse to miss out again on, on that. So that's really where that came from. Um, otherwise, hitting-wise, Guerrero, Chapman, and Springer give me power. Riley Green, Carroll, 
uh pena india i'm getting i'm kind of attacking it i think i'm still i feel a little light on power still but ultimately i feel like i'm always light on power though i think last year kind of scarred us you know and then this year we have all these stolen bases in spring all i can think about is being light on power that's all that's on my mind ever like just <laughs> i need more power but i probably don't and that's why i should have i should have my my uh i should be sitting here doing my uh chart to help get my um what's it called the Help me out here, somebody. Projections. Like, thank you. Because projections are that for that reason. They are a guide. Like you don't need to swear by them. But if you have a full-on system like you know Phil does as a robot, sure, by all means, do your thing, robot. Dude, the pictures, speaking of Phil, tangent. I was seeing those pictures from Vegas, or maybe it was New York. I think it was I think it was Vegas. That um Phil wasn't in New York. Oh, Phil was okay, perfect. So Phil's just standing there. One of them is Phil up against the wall staring at these players playing i'm picture there's like terminator where he's just looking at them and like all the stats of the person pop up on front of, in like a little bubble on each player he's looking at as they're drafting and it was just it just that's what popped into my head thinking about him because he's you can picture you can picture it right he's standing there up against the wall just sitting there like motionless it's a picture but you see him dead staring at the, at the draft table that's going on or draft board or whatever and i'm just i picture that type of deal with him like oh hey he's a, he's just a machine and it's obviously a good thing. I'm not saying anything bad about him, but that's what I was picturing, like the way he's just reading everything, you know, analyzing everything. I love wow. that. Guy's Gabriel, so smart. I, I, Gabriel Moreno got jumped in this one. I wasn't ready for that. I was hoping to pick him here. I don't have any catchers yet. And I like, I've got a, I think I do like my power, but I also like getting catchers that don't kill my batting average. So I'm going to go with Danny Jansen here. I think he's a little bit underrated as a hitter. I think he's going to get plenty of bats in Toronto. Um, Varsho is not going to be behind that plate. He's going to be in the outfield. But I was hoping to get Moreno there, and I, I don't have enough of them. See, and then we just had uh, – what's his face go? Um, David, David Robertson. And that was a pick that's like I really like that pick here. I, I honestly forgot, I forgot about him again. I have a, I have a, bad, I have a bad habit of uh, remembering that stuff. <laughs> uh, I, think, like, I think the room in general forgot about him because I was about to take him. Like, oh, my God, no one's taking him. It's just one of those things where I have a I have a bad I have a hard time. Usually I make a list, and I honestly I think I just because I knew I was going to get on here, talk to you guys, hang out, and this was going to be more fun than work. I kind of forgot that I plan on jumping ADP for certain players. Like here, I'll, I'll jump this player again, second time, <laughs> just because I want my close. I want a closer, and I think Estevez is going to close, and I think Estevez is uh gonna. I think Estevez is being over like underdrafted. I mean, his ADP is like hundred picks from now, and I wasn't going to play that game with if Dave, if, if freaking Robertson's getting pulled up. Why would I wait on? Well, just, J- Jansen was just jumped about sixty picks over ADP. Just or sorry, oh, yeah. Marino. Just to give you an idea, people. It works, and this is a good thing. Like, good to know. Especially, I think this happens later in draft season. People are willing to just go get their guys because they've had a few drafts already. You're not following ADP as much. It gets a little wild late in draft season, so everyone's kind of just going to get their guys right now. And ADP is out the window pretty much. Yeah, once you and that's and I'm okay with that. Like, we're at that point now where. ADP really just is <laughs> whatever. Like I feel like, especially if you look at ADP from mains to this, you can you can talk yourself into into doing this. So it's a little easier because now you're looking at ADP from these drafts compared to this draft, and it's and then we have a whole bunch of new news, new information. Players made teams, players got cut, players won position battles. You know, like that matters. Like, and we can't just ignore that. We have to react. I'm surprised. Oh, wait. Oh, well, Matt doesn't draft Mets. Never mind. <laughs> but there is a Mets player out here. I'm surprised that you aren't looking at just because it's, uh, you don't know. Uh, I'm not going to talk. I'll let you pick. Oh, Nemo? <laughs> yeah, your boy. Yeah. Instead, I'm going to take this guy. No, he topped my cue. <laughs> 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 he, he was. Um, he, uh, 
Masataka Yoshida was top of my queue as well. Just uh, for he was my he, he was my dark horse for MVP, not Rookie of the Year, but MVP. What? If I didn't, if I didn't need a close, dark, dark, dark dark horse. Uh, that that is obviously a one hundred and one percentile. Like I think this guy. I've been watching him in like a World Baseball Classic. I mean, he's going to bat towards the top of that lineup, which I think is going to be a lot better than people think. Like, yeah, me this too. guy, when they signed him, I got to say, I was like, man, they look like they overpaid. But now I think there's like, I think, I mean, if his batting average is what I think it could be, I think he's, I think he's my front runner for the rookie of the year, at least. But I think there's a hundred runs there. I, I think he could be a B. We'll see. But I, um, I definitely have been trying to vacuum up shares of him um, towards the back. I've been having to grab him a little earlier now than I have before. But I, uh, I think there's a possible monster. In- yeah, well, Yoshida. I'm going to take my other guy here, corner infielder, another third baseman, uh, Josh, Josh. Is it Jung or Young? It's Young, right? Young. I think it's Young, yeah. Yeah, so Josh Young is a guy that I've been really in on this like towards the end of the draft season, just because I really like this. I had him; it was, he was actually one of my guys. For, it was my first; he was my first third baseman I drafted of the draft season back in November. So I've I've been in on. I can say I've been in on him since day one. Literally, it's just one of those things where I kind of got off of him because third base was kind of a mess. I tried to attack it early, but then I'm realizing like you know he moved his hands a little bit and stuff like little small changes. But we're, we saw results. I'm trying to pull up his spring now, actually Rangers. And I'm curious to see if it's followed through because we were, we're okay. Yeah, 986 OPS, a 313 batting average, and Young has a 15% strikeout rate. And that's honestly what matters most to me. I wanted to see Young get the strikeouts under control. Not a guarantee that he did, but out of 15 hits, guys, nine, nine of his 15 hits have been extra base hits this spring. That's yeah. not nothing. That that shows me the pop. I mean, that shows me the shoulders healthy after maybe you know needing a year to get right. Yeah. So I like Josh Young there, especially because now it gives me flexibility at third base. Um, I was gonna take Josh Naylor, but he already went ahead of time. So uh, I was gonna take Josh, Josh Naylor for for power. I think I think Josh Young can give me some decent pop still though, which I wanted to get a little more power. And he, I don't think he's necessarily a zero for speed either which is you know maybe maybe uh might be a surprise for some people to think to hear but yeah I, I don't think he's a zero for speed there's a lot of interesting pitchers out here right now we're in the we're in an interesting area for pitchers yeah yeah i paired danny jensen with kybert ruiz if i don't get generally what i like actually doing is going a little higher and getting the sean mm-hmm. Murphy, wilson Contreras, william Contreras, one of those and then going a little later but since i missed out on that tier i went with these guys just both like very high floors for a catcher and Kybert might may actually have like you know he's only like twenty five or I think twenty four twenty five he could he could make a little jump there he does have a hit tool he was he was you know a big focus of the of the big deal um, who who did they trade him for uh, they brought with the Dodgers he came over with Josiah Gray was it Trey Turner? Oh. The the Ruiz trade. Oh man, I have to look that up. I'm terrible at remembering trades. I'm not gonna lie to you. Not like I know. But that, uh, that might have been that might have been the the trade. The trade Turner went from the Nats to the Dodgers, right? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. I yeah, believe yeah. that was the. Well, so did, wait, Scherzer was after the seat, right? No, Scherzer. Wait, what? I'm trying to remember. No, Scherzer and Turner were the same trade. Were they okay? They were that's right. Thank you. I, I'm like I remember Scherzer there for like three months or two months, but I couldn't yeah, quite remember a, how. Kyber Ruiz, Josiah Gray, and two other prospects for Scherzer and Turner. That's probably how they got the return they did by having both go there. And at the time, Ruiz being the big name prospect that you know he was. Yep. The Catch Cubs are in advanced discussions to extend Nico Horner. Yes. Cool. My corner, like the cornerstone of my offense. <laughs> <laughs> make him happy. Pay, pay the man and make him happy. Pay the man and make him happy. That's all we can do. 
What do you? Okay, so I'm gonna bring up a name. I, I don't really need him. So I, oh, maybe I should, no, I won't bring him up. I don't know who needs him. I don't know if anyone here even likes him. <laughs> Just bring that's him up. I don't care. I mean, I don't care. Bring him up. Well, that's the. I don't. I don't want to be that guy that you know does that. You know, but at the end of the day, nope. I also don't care if I am. Um, with live. Um, well, no, I'm talking about just between the two of you in case you guys want them. I don't oh, want them. I know I don't. Um, yeah, people listening, it's not, this isn't live and no one's watching live, so we're good. Um, I'm talking about uh, Ramon Laureano. I, I'm not sure how I feel about him. He's whatever to me. I mean, there's the, the there's the, if you want to buy the narrative, he's going to, he wants to hit his way out of Oakland, right? That's the nut there. He has power, he has speed, he has bad batting average. You know, if he can stay healthy, I think he'll together, he'll, he'll at least earn his draft position. But, you know, he's, he's got a, he's a, he's a, first of all, he's got, he's a knucklehead. Second of all, he's got injury histories. And third he's of all, he's got, he's, got, he's got batting average problems. So, you know, I, th- I don't mind his, I don't, I think he's a, he, I'm not even thinking about him here because there's just so many other people that I prefer. But if he falls, he's not someone that I'm opposed to. Yeah, I mean, I usually I usually like him as a power speed guy, but me sitting here with four outfielders at this point, he's not. <laughs> even, it's really not even a consideration for me at the moment. Yeah, he's, he's not on your radar at all. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, either either he is. He's neither. Neither is he with me, and that's because I have Corbin Carroll, Springer, and Riley Green. I don't need more injury concerns and power speed combos up there you know between springer and, and the injury concern obviously between springer and um i thought i dropped another one maybe not no i think springer's kind of my main injury oh i guess hater in case if you don't think he's healthy from last year type of thing but i don't know there's a couple i'm just nah, this is a weird part of the draft where i'm just scrolling through the adp and taking who i like without really thinking about adp at this point i think we talked about how can kind of we just throw out the window here but Ooh, i would have really liked casas i think casas is in for a big year i was hoping to tag him he was uh he would have been my next pick if he went. So whoever just grabbed him, nice pick there. I think he's Charles way undrafted. Well, especially now that he's break you know, there's no chance he doesn't break camp, all that good stuff for sure. I think there is a there is a easy path to uh what's it called? Uh, return on investment there. Yeah, for sure. I hope this guy um auto drafts Morel at his ADP. <laughs> I really hope they, he does. Okay, I'm gonna have some fun here, guys. When it gets to me and waiting for you, waiting for Chris to pick. Although I need to need catcher, <laughs> like I can't really keep ignoring catcher. Miguel Vargas go. I missed that. I have a lot of. He's one of my most rostered guys too. I'm I had a go, hard time with his ADP. Yeah. Oh, I thought oh. I think his ADP has been fine. I just no, grabbed. More, I, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say I just grabbed Jorge Lopez. I know Yonderon's a better pitcher, but I feel like he's going to give me 20 saves this year. And 20 saves in round 15 is good. And he's had a great spring, looked good in WC. So I love it. I love that pick. That's a great pick. I think so too. Yeah. I was, I was with you guys. I'm thinking to myself, like, I, I'm looking at this. I think it's come becoming more common thought too, thinking that Lopez is going to be more of the closer. And I think there was some talk about him fixing something in the offseason, getting back to his ways. All right. What are you doing, Curland? I'm going to have some fun here. I have zero shares of this guy in 15s. I'm, it's probably a dumb pick, and I don't care. I'm taking Kelnick. <laughs> wow, I'm taking Kelnick at two oh, two twenty two. Oh, You're I just did. saying how much you don't need Reloriano. No, and then you I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have fun, guy. This is a fun pick. It's it's a it is a partially FOMO pick on the one year I haven't I've not been on him at all. But this is my fourth outfielder. I do feel confident in replacing him with some bench outfield, which I plan on ta- I plan on being rather aggressive in the reserve rounds for outfield anyway because of Springer. So if Kelnick fails, I'll be more than prepared. I but feel like at- that was a Simeone spite pick. 
And it's always a Simeone spite pick. I, I, anything I can do to spite the guy. No, but uh, really, it was Kelnick was just a uh, a fun pick. I really like I, I like how I built my outfield where I feel like Kelnick as my outfielder four in a fifteen teamer is I, I can I, again. It's the replaceability. It's and then when you look at the other outfielders available, if you are looking at outfield, it's guys like Benintendi, Manessas. So I'm not a Manessas guy. It goes back to Loriano. I'm not a Loriano guy too much. I did take Loriano, and I do have Loriano ranked ahead of him. But I already I took him already. I, I have Loreon. I don't need. I, I want. So I was like Austin Hayes, Austin Meadows. Like no, I'm good. I'm gonna go ahead and take what I thought was a safe, sure thing, and or not safe. Sorry, sorry the opposite of safe and sure. The a fun thing in Jerry Kelly, a very fun and polarizing pick. A pick that can be league, not league winning, but a huge boost if he actually is even a 250, 240, 250 hitter this year. Because with Kelnick, none of us question the talent. Like we know the the tools are there, right? Like there's no questioning the tools, right? We know like <laughs> that's not even. An issue. It's a matter of uh, I'm can sure he? Eric, I'm sure, Eric Cross is thrilled. Oh yes, those guys, Cross and Simeon. I love, I love uh, messing with them about stuff. But uh, what'd you do here, Matt? You went went for a lot of batting average there. I do like Guriel a lot. Guriel and Arias. I I really um let second base get away from me, and uh, there was runs on uh, uh, constantly when I was going to try to wait. There was a big run on like a few people I wanted. So I really got to a point where like, all right, I just need to, I just need to take a guy that I'm comfortable with. So I figured with the kind of team I was building, I could afford to take Arias, who showed off a weird amount of power in the oh, world baseball geez. classic. I just um, realized, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 that was it. I keep, I keep interrupting people. I have a bad habit of doing that. Well, I'm going to draft a second baseman here who's also going to give me third base, and I like him just across the board guy, John Segura, also a little batting average. So power, yeah. speed. Going to give me second and third, and um, but yeah, not not the not the batting average that Arias has, but his teammate. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I so I took uh, Tyler Molly, and I realized I have Molly and Ryan, and I don't like doing that usually. Step, but I do like the Twins this year. I think the Twins I love are always Molly's my. Oh yeah, I have Molly on eight eight of twenty teams. Yeah, oh, I, I took Molly on my main event. It gives you an idea of how high, I, I'm big on him. He's a guy that I, I have every a lot. Oh no, I didn't. I missed on Molly. I took Sonny Gray. I think I missed on Molly. That was the thing. I wanted Molly, but I have Molly on a bunch of teams. He's been a guy I've been really on too. So I feel like you and I are on a lot of the same guys. So me and you are going to have really good or bad draft seasons together. <laughs> well, the thing, about Molly, <laughs> the thing about Molly is like you shouldn't be able to get a guy who struck out 200 pitchers to go with good ratio. And he's he's he looks good. Like if he was he's hurt. My SP, he's my SP5 too. So there's like no risk there. Yep. That's what that's what I'm looking at right now. Like it was between him and Barrios. And I like Barrios. I think Barrios is a safe pick this late. I am a little scared that he doesn't figure it out, but there was a lot going on with him. I think something with like family, there was family issues with him last year. This year he's talked about how he entered spring trying to, you know, he had his mind right. He was back on his game. I'm trying to see what his numbers were in spring though. I don't know that he had a great spring. I'm just, I just remember reading about him at the beginning of spring. And um, so far in spring, a 270 ERA and a 161 point, but a 1.6 whip is not ideal. But uh, he's been able to, he's been able <laughs> to limit all sample. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believe the ERA. ERA is a stat, right? That's a, it's the most important stat, according to uh, Jeff Zimmerman. <laughs> he loves ERA, right? That, that's the rumor. That's the rumor. But, no, but uh, it's just one of those things where I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm interested, I'm intrigued, but. I do trust Molly more, and I, re- I realize that um, Barrios could be more of a name. But it's weird. Barrios has been a, such a solid, set, steady guy for so many years. How are we suddenly just going to ignore all these years of production because of one bad season? That's why I'm like, I don't know if we should be doing that. 
Do either of you have any thoughts on that at all? <laughs> am I wrong to be thinking that we shouldn't, you know, am I wrong for thinking that? Maybe I, maybe I am. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I got lost in the false meat. A lot of people see. You're talking uh, about Barrios, right? Right, Mike? And the, yes. There's another, picture, right? there's another picture out there who's not dissimilar, who I'm also, who I'm, who I'm thinking about as well, that you just maybe thought of, think of in terms of had a great, not as much of a track record as Barrios, but I think Barrios at this point is worth the dart, um, especially because you're going to be able to take him out if you. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to have depth here. You're, a couple of your reserve pitchers are going to pitch. And you're in the we're in the 15th. Yeah, that's why. And I've had a hard time taking catcher here. I need a catcher. I need. I, I have none. You both have at least one. You have two, Chris. I know you're good, but I'm having a hard time taking catcher here. And not that. And I actually really like Jonah Heim. So he's a guy that's top of mind right now. But I just don't know if there's a lot of difference between him and the other guys like right behind him. So. I've been kind of playing the chicken game with catcher, which is dumb. I should address it because I'm I feel pretty good about my team otherwise. Uh, Kelnick again. I think Kelnick. Not that he was a mistake pick, but because he's because I'm having fun, I feel the need to shore shore up outfield as well. So I have a lot. That's why I'm afraid to take a. But there's a lot of players here I really like. I have a lot of players top of my queue, and none of them are an outfielder or a catcher. So I'm like, I gotta just address team need over want, and I know that. I'm, but at the same time, I'm not going to. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm hoping that uh, I know Matt. Uh, Matt, I mean, Matt can have Heim. I know Matt doesn't like Heim, so it kind of makes me feel better skipping on him. But why do you think I don't like Heim? I think you told me. I thought you told me. <laughs> or did I? I don't care. You can have him. I have a backup plan. Maybe. <laughs> maybe i have a backup plan not sure but yeah uh you there's a couple a, guys here i'm, I'm looking at top and around 17 of a 50 round draft you're in the wrong room right oh that's who i wanted oh, that oh, defense man. that defense is so sketchy man oh, he is cool. he's fun that's genius. there's a lot of good pitching still agree i see a I see a lot of pitching like i'm glad i took molly and i still value molly a lot over a lot of these guys but there's a there's some pitching here, and honestly, some relief pitching here. I'm surprised it's still here. And I wasn't going to say nothing, but now I'm getting kind of curious. I'm like, all right, I might, get my, I might be taking myself a relief pitcher here. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll, we'll, there were two guys I was eyeing. One, Cobb was the top guy, Wesneski. Yeah, Wesneski. Well, Clark Schmidt went like three, like five rounds ago. Hunter Brown, I guess the back isn't the back scared people, and he dropped like 50 picks or 40 picks. Right. Well, I just grabbed Michael Fulmer, who okay. had tons of places, and I just feel like he feels like the Cubs closer in around 17. It's probably a little bit too early, but uh, no, it's not. Main event ADP was 223. Is that right? Yep, and he was top of my queue too, by the way, for what it's worth. And then well, he, this uh, guy, in, in, in draft champions, he the, the, I just closers are worth. Yeah. So speaking of that, <laughs> I just took Reynaldo Lopez because he's kind wow. of in that conversation for me. I Absolutely. think it's another one of my favorite guys. Now, the funny thing is, is uh, Alex Lang is still there. and We both passed on him. And I've been a big Alex Lang guy, but I was big on him when he was free in drafts, <laughs> not when he's been costing what he's been costing. And I don't trust him to hold the role just because of that control and Springs been real iffy. And I really liked him. But he has the stuff. I don't know if he has the control. Yeah, I'm not a big and Lang guy. I, 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 just, I just, it doesn't seem like he knows where the ball's going. Yeah, that's the problem. I, I we I know this. No one's questioning the stuff. That's the thing. No one here has any issues with the stuff or questions it. We question is if he can uh if he can locate it. But yeah, so I, I had the same idea as you. I was gonna go Fulmer. I feel more confident in Fulmer than Ronaldo Lopez, but I really like Lopez, and I'm I'm taking a shot on him here. I'm willing to spec on him as my third closer here. A little early for a third closer, but I don't like to chase saves in the later rounds beyond like these rounds as we get into. It, if I, I just, can, 
I don't mind it. I just well, Fulmer was just too much of a value there. I would have taken Cobb over him to be honest. I think Nick Pollock and I were having a conversation in New York weeks ago, and it was just like you know, there's 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 a level there that is uh, there's another level there if he can, if he can if he can, so I know he's good as it is so. No, so um, I was wrong. My guy, my um, my Lopez was going around 283, so in, in mains with a min of 241. So I kind of went towards the min pick. It was your Lopez that I, I, I just typed in Lopez on the search and realized it was your Lopez that was uh, going at 258 and then Fulmer going way ahead of both of them, I think. like he had, Fulmer had a min pick of like 163, 189 in mains, 223. Oh, trust me, I'm, I'm a little annoyed that you took uh, – I'm a little annoyed oh, that you t- that was a snake. I wanted Will Myers as another one of my guys, and it would have been nice to get him there because I could use a cornerback, use a little power. That was a rough, rough one. Okay, I guess it's about time I take a yeah, you, buddy? you took Will? Yeah, that was me. Sorry, buddy. That's all right. And Jonah Heim, just to spike. You did take Heim. That's fine. I have uh, my backup plan, which isn't yeah, a I, great I, have, I have no problem with Heim for the record, which you, you now know. I swear, <laughs> hey, I, swear you- I didn't do it because you wanted him. I, I did it because I wanted my second catcher. And I, oh, I, I'm a, I, I do don't care. have him above. I, I actually, I do have him separated a bit above the rest of the game. Okay. So, yeah, I think I have high. I see. We talked about this. I swore you said you didn't like him. I don't care. I'm not mad. I don't care at all. I'm going to take Osmani Grandal and I'm okay with like whatever. I'm hoping that what I've read about him getting into like a better workout regimen to stay healthy, to get back on track, the strong spring, the lack of competition for playing time, really. I'm okay with Grandal as my first catcher. And there's power there. It goes back to. Now, batting average might be an issue, but I get power. <laughs> and I like other guys, too. I'm not really too much. It is a draft champion. Not there was a guy well. I was about to take, but after taking, like, Arias uh, and, Gur- and uh, Yoshida and Guriel back to back to back, it's ridiculous. Oh, just and, like another high upside guy? Yeah, well, there's um, – I, I guess I'll mention him once he's picked. I'm not, you know what? I'm not going to take no. him. I can't, I'm not going to take him, but Yandy Diaz. Oh, just, yeah, uh, after, yeah, yeah, after taking Arias, and, oh, so after I can't taking take all those anyway. guys. After all, I, all those guys. Unless I took Yandy and put him in my util – there goes Garrett Mitchell, son of a gun. I just put him at the top of my queue. I, I don't need that, but I just saw him. And I was like, I should have taken him earlier anyway. But I should have, ta- I should have taken Mitchell over Kelnick, but I really wanted a Kelnick share. <laughs> I really want. I, I mean, I'm probably gonna regret where I took him. Like, if we're being honest, but whatever. I don't. I can't say I care. If I miss, if I miss, I miss. It's one. It's one share. I have plenty of other options. I really. Like. I grabbed Justin there, which you know I love. Set solid, safe. Just yeah, just a good, good guy, good glue guy. Batting average. I like you said, Matt. I like the I like the Red Sox offense. People do. Yeah, um, I have sale, so I hope you're right. <laughs> I really hope you're right. Uh, we did our. We haven't released it yet, but we're doing a a. a the game day uh, we're doing the article for the bold predictions and i said one earlier one of mine's like the diamondbacks make the playoff which i don't think is actually that crazy uh if the, Philly, if the phillies fall off and the milwaukee doesn't deliver which isn't crazy i think i think they're kind of in the pack there for next in line but uh my other one was uh rays finished last in the al east and i wouldn't bet on that my i would bet they finished third but i was just making the case for the red Sox to be a lot better that people think they are. And if the young guys for the Orioles step up, you know, McClanahan had the shoulder thing glass now and ever really, you know, um, can stay healthy. Like they're kind of, you know, they're kind of walking a tight rope. Like they, I think the bottom three in that division is going to be a lot tighter than people think. I mean, the Rays were just as close to last place as they were to second place last year. Um, so I, I don't know if that was one of my predictions, but it, it had more to do with uh, me thinking the Red Sox would not be anywhere near as bad as people think 
Uh, so I really, the, the, the bold prediction should have been Red Sox don't finish last. Then it wouldn't have pissed off Rays fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, so basically when you say Rays fans, you can't see. And, yeah. and, and Jason Clay. Yeah, yeah. Yancey and Jason. Listen, there's more Rays fans than, you know, Marlins fans. I think I'm the only one in the industry. I know there's a few. I, wait, there's... um. The, the, all the guys, there's the, there's the whole guy, all Pete, the man. British guys, the British yeah, guys, man. for some reason. Yeah, but the, but those Peter are real. Pratt, Peter Pratt could be the number one fan of any team in the world. Yes, <laughs> and I, I'm proud to call him a Marlins fan. Oh, Nick Gordon and Colton Wong for Ray Butler. Uh, I guess Gordon, uh, Gordon, there goes Gordon. I, I, I feel like we all had Gordon like in our queue. I had uh, Gordon's a guy that everyone should like. He's just so solid, kind of boring, but the positional eligibility is nice. Oh, absolutely. That's exactly. I was very much. Yeah, I have a guy top my queue. I really hope falls. I don't know if he's going to. He's it's getting close to being being able to see him on the AD, top of the ADP board. That's the problem. You still have to scroll a little bit. Don't get me wrong, but I do have a guy top of mind that I really want here. And if you take him, we're gonna fight, Chris, because <laughs> I think if anyone takes him, let me look at your team. Oh yeah, if anyone takes him, I think it might just. I like the Elvis Andrews pick. I, I know he's not really what he used to be, but seeing Andrews pop with the White Sox, get the chance to go back there, he's going to gain second base eligibility. I think there's something to that. Something we shouldn't exactly ignore, I should say, anyway. I would ask where you're looking. I don't buy it. Probably doesn't want to know. I want to be angry if you i want to i just want to you know what i, I don't want to be angry but at the same time I, I think it would make for good podcasting to you know i'm you know i'm ruining it i really hope you don't <laughs> you don't understand i you know when they tell you don't ever get set like on a player well i'm kind of there i'm kind of set like on the idea of this one player and I, you're never supposed to do that i know that and i have other options like i have backup plans in place i just moved another guy to the top of my queue but, Here's a guy that I don't have any of, and it's a, coming from a position of need. So hopefully he's a little bit better than. I. <sighs> Thank you, Torkelson. <laughs> so it wasn't well, Torkelson. No, Tork's been crushing the ball this spring, which is nice. He had a he hired a mental health coach. All That's right. a fun fact. And um, I, unfortunately, the whole article was paywalled, so I couldn't wa- read it, which upset me because I really was curious about you know because again he's like 21, he's young, 22, 23 year old kid. He's young kids. Um, seeing a kid like that coming off his struggles, hire somebody to help with mental health. I think that's a big deal, especially in today's world society, how mental health is kind of, you know, at the forefront yeah. of things. I think seeing a pitcher or pitcher, sorry, Ashcraft just went off the board. A player, seeing a player address that in his life, that young. And there's my guy, Oswaldo Cabrera. Oh, nice. It fit your team too, because I saw that you haven't taken an outfielder for a while. So I'm like, right. he could easily take Cabrera. I, yes. with, I had to go with, the reason I went with Torque, Cabrera was in consideration. The reason I went with Torque was so because great. Rizzo's my only first baseman. With Rizzo's back, you want to have something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, I I get it. I don't have another first baseman yet, so yeah. I'm with you. I have one. Don't get me wrong. My one is Vlad. Yeah, exactly. That's a little different than he's a he's a he's slightly better than uh, Anthony. Sli- slightly, just slightly. But yeah, it's but it's still one injury. And now I like having I like having two first basemen early, but I kind of went the other way and got a two third basemen early. Because third base, like right now, we there's actually more. I actually like a lot more third basemen than I do first baseman available. A lot more. Like if you go look at the two, you'll realize, oh wow, there are a lot of nice, like decent little third basemen compared to the first base. Although there are, you know, there's I think there's good both still, good of both. Outfield is very intriguing. There's a lot. See, I'm glad to Kelnick. I'm looking at an outfield right now and see a lot of op- like Cabrera. I had no problem being my four. So if Kelnick sucks, there's still like I'm gonna. I still have a lot of outfielders in my queue. Oh, I love I'm, outfield still. I'm I'm really happy with how I addressed. I'm really happy with the Kelnick pick now. It, it, this is one of those that it worked out taking the shot because now if I hit on Kelnick, boom, amazing. If he sucks, 
fine. I have other options. Cabrera is also risky because I don't know. You're a Yankee fan, Chris. Maybe you can speak on this more. I think Cabrera starts regardless of uh, Bader being in the lineup or not. I think he would start over Hicks, but I do know that Hicks seems to have this this thing all all management all over brian cashman yes i don't know what's going on i think think if cabrera hits that's they need they need bats so that lineup is not that overwhelmingly good um you know so i think that that's really what it comes down to i think he'll get a shot off the bat and if he hits he'll continue to play he'll continue to play shot off the bat Get. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry you you did the pun and i just couldn't i was like yeah i mean it, it worked but yeah what did, we, uh, so what, did, what did we matt you just took two old men oh, really thinking, oh he couldn't say no to diaz he can't say no to diaz ever you know it's like a thing i get i get um in these uh these really long drafts i get bogged down i'm like all right well like i need to draft more players i need earlier on and i'm like i just like diaz so much earlier than this i was just not gonna let him go because right. i'll end up having a need anyway so tell me, how long is this guy's leash in New York, Matt? Carrasco or Peterson? David Peterson. Uh, well, I mean, considering the circumstances, incredibly long. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if Miguel, how much you think Miguel, how long of a leash? If Peterson has a couple strong, like two bad starts, three bad starts, like will take a bad month for Peterson to get knocked out of the rotation for Miguel. Yeah, that's, probably because that's what I'm saying. Like, well, yeah, like, I mean, does he have that type of leash? Yeah, I mean, McGill had some serious. McGill had some problems. They'll probably have him down. The the now that Peterson's been given the job and they send McGill down, they'll give Peterson at least a month. Um, and then you know Quintana's out for quite a while too. And they already said that they could use six man rotations at times. So I think in general, Peterson could float back and forth between the minors just because of like to get relievers up. And who knows, like if it's not his day to pitch, they could bring up uh, McGill. Uh, so I I think that. Uh, I think Peterson's leash has more to do with McGill than anything. If McGill looks sharp, then they'll probably start to alternate. But again, Carrasco's already been um, sidelined for his elbow maintenance, and oh, you know, I, I was so yeah. I've loved Carrasco early on, and it was re- I started to draft him because yeah. if you look at his first like five starts, they're all against like the A's and the Marlins. It feels like it's dead, but now you're not even sure he's going to pitch. That's I would have picked him already otherwise. So I, you know, I I think Peterson's a good. I think he's a good pick. I think. Uh, Someone put out something today where they said that uh, his bold. Someone put a bold prediction that they thought he'd be like a top. He could be a top. Oh, Cross, Eric Cross. He put out a bold. Oh, prediction there goes Morell. Morell was drafted as a starter. Sorry. No, the uh, was it the he said that uh, Peterson could be a top thirty pitcher. Well, actually, it's funny Eric did that. I actually said in my article if he is if he gets that control, he's got a number two upside. Uh, if he gets the if he gets the walks down, he does. I really believe that too. I didn't see that that Eric tweeted that. I love it. I love it when that happens when you get like some Eric. The problem is those bias, confirmation bias. You're like, ooh, I thought I said something, and the part of you is like, oh, it's not unique. But part of you is like, you know what? Someone really smart also. Well, I said one of the worst uh, bold predictions of all time, and it's I haven't forgotten. And no one brings it up. I I don't delete tweets. It's there. But uh, one of my bold predictions was, I think it was 2020 season, so I figured anything could happen. It was shortened. But uh, it was Franchi Cordero got traded. I forgot where he got traded to. I think it was the Royals. And I was like, Franchi Cordero, with everyday playing time, is going to outproduce Luis Robert. Well, you didn't say that. I did. I I tweeted that. It was Uh. now... It was completely, it was really just one of those, like, I don't actually believe this, but I'm going to put it out there because it's one of those, look, nobody remembered it except for me. No one remembered it, but if it hit, imagine the feedback, like, oh my God, he called. It's one of those no lose, all win situations. And I, I like feel like says, you also lost a bet to me on Frank. You bet, like, we, I we, did. 
Yeah, who's it was, it was someone else in the, it might have been Yandy versus Franchi or something. No, it was um Margot, it was um, Manny Margot versus Franchi, I think. No, I don't think it was Margot either. It was I I thought it was a Red Sox player, no? Oh, maybe it was. I thought they were Rays. It was it was it was it was somebody that was meh, but my guy was so much worse than yours. Yeah. <laughs> like meanwhile, yours was terrible too. It wasn't like yours was good. It was just yours was less worse than mine. Uh yours played. That was a difference, I think. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't a good bet. It was a bad bet, but uh, yeah, I lost a bet to cross that year too. That that was a bad. Year. It's funny because actually it was one of my better years in the NFBC, but it was also a shortened season, so I don't really count it. But I I was just I missed on it was a, another bet that I made with crossing. I actually was right up until like the final two weeks of the season when uh, Cross's guy, I think it was Pete Alonso and Matt Olson, where Pete Alonso crushed it the final week or two of the season and absolutely and it, and it, it put him over matt olsen after matt olsen led the way i guess again in the player raider that year against instead of pete i think it was so those two uh good times don't get me wrong i've definitely become a better analyst but still good times like you gotta look back and think man I was, not only was i naive certain things but also I, I also i don't like doing the clickbaity stuff anymore i don't know if you like, i don't know how much you see on my like my twitter is pretty much all like Either hey, look at like trying to point out trends, yeah. or I try to do I try to give actionable information and and data. I find I, I I try to be I try to be I try to be less hot takey. There's there's enough people doing that hot take stuff better than me that they can keep they can they can have it. Yeah, no, I, I, I think your lineup stuff is is like the that's like the some of the best starter to Damn follow. It. So uh, I do appreciate that. Shot and felt, yeah. He, he was top of my queue because uh, middle infield's getting kind of ugly. Paredes. I have a yeah. big target. Yeah, I um, wanted him to. I have a target that I hope falls. It's an outfielder. And his Chris name, Taylor. His name <laughs> so far. If he makes it to the outfield. That's a good one. He's so, he's so, it's one of those things. He's so buried in the ADP. People, I, I for, again, another guy I forgot about. I just wrote about him. I'm actually finishing up an article for The Athletic, uh, a complete recap of all the other two articles, but, you know, one of them having a lot. I just did the AL last week, so there's a lot less to update on that one. But ultimately, yeah, I'm like, I'm really frustrated right now because I, um, I wanted, I was, Round 21, there you go. fitter for the Rockies, even if they suck, he should be good for 90 runs a year as long as he's healthy. Good well, he hasn't, he hasn't even started like a game in spring, which is weird. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Like I, I noticed that today. I'm like, why is he not, not starting a game? It's not injury related. No, it's not. Not that I've seen though. But that's the thing. It's it's like almost it's so hush hush. It's weird. No, they well they they said that he um he's he's not in camp. He said he they said he, he's expected to arrive by the end. So gotcha. He's well, worth it. I just got sniped on Langleers. He was my Ooh, top target. It, yeah. it made too much that that made too, he made too much sense for my team. You know what I mean? Like it was perfect. So now I'm reeling because I'm I have an option. I have a another pitcher at the top. I just don't know if I want another. I'm gonna stick um, around to round 23, so we'll have the the, the starters, and then I'm gonna jump off, guys. All right, so, more rounds. No worries. We might just call it there anyway. But now I'm I'm over here. I'm letting it run because I don't know what I want to do. All right, let's have some fun. Boom, Brandon Belt, baby. First base. Not only is he first base, he's power, batting average in theory, and uh, he's my handcuff. <laughs> so there's that. But I like Brandon Belt. I don't have any of them, and I think uh, he's. I think he's solid. That park, they they catered to him. That park. Yeah, it could be if he gets the playing time. I mean, baby giraffe, man. I mean, I will tell you, he's my friends make fun of me. He's one of those guys in my home league that my friends make fun of me because I've had him, I've had, him, had him on my my league like forever. I just like, think they're it's always like, Chris, baby Chris, is a sucker. Chris is a sucker for, for the baby giraffe. I think that's a funny name for him because the way he runs, I'm guessing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. That's hilarious. Yeah. He's a guy that um I just think is 
I think he's good. That's the thing. I buy into the playing time. We he was he signed he signed there. Belt signed to uh, to play there because they promised him like an everyday role. But I think it's gonna be you know I think it's gonna be platoon. But I do think he's gonna play against all righties and he'll play some first base. Not much, but he has played the first base in spring even. So that he's like any you know it could just be player talk, but it's the best he's ever. He's it's the best he's felt in years. So I'm kind of buying into all that. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of a sucker for that. So okay. oh, Massey, okay, Massey was a good pick. He was a guy that I was eyeing hard to. Yeah, for- yeah. I don't. I I he was he was one that just didn't fit what I needed right now. I would have I would have liked him. Well, my my issue is I'm looking at it goes back to middle. I have no my middle infield is kind of hurting. <laughs> uh, I took Belt for you. Ut- I shouldn't have taken my utility over him, but I I didn't think you would take him. Yeah. I have an idea. I'll I'll take I'll take my guy. I'll take my guy. I take everywhere. Jumping ADP by 100 picks, but he is breaking camp with the team. Ooh. So there you go. He's, he, I have him so many places. And if I have to start him, so be Bryce it. But, when, yeah, Bryce Tarang. Yeah, yeah. Is it Tarang? Oh, I don't know. I, I've been saying Tarang. I have no idea. <laughs> but uh, I, I look at who's available. I don't like Chris Taylor's playing time. Peraza was sent down. Rengifo, I don't trust his playing time. Yep. Uh, you Gorman like, could be Gorman. You know? Gorman could be on the strong side. I think Gorman's playing time is trending up, and no one's really talking about it. I think huh. Gorman could be strong side DH to start the year. But what, what are you worried about with Chris Taylor? It feels like he'll play there. I don't think he's gonna play as much as we. I think it's gonna be a utility role, but I think he's gonna definitely have a role against lefties. And Prazo's a minor leaguer getting drafted in the starting rounds. I, I don't, that's weird. Um, I just, I just took Alex Wood. I and I saw someone else took Winaya. I like having those guys not pitchers i have to same thing with Cobb. Cobb a little i trust a little bit more but i love stripling too i don't want to rely on those guys so i want like four or five good starters but after that i love taking shots on those because one of those guys are gonna end up if at least one is like an sp3 this year i I took peterson over them but mania was the other name remember when we got to my pick and i'm like i want to langleers but he didn't he wasn't there so i was like i i want to take this there's a picture on top of my board it was mania so if mania fell to me but then he took massey i thought i could i was gonna try to be cute and but matt took massey when i was gonna i was gonna take massey i was gonna see if i can make it all the way back like i'm talking like round 23 back and uh so i was gonna play the game but because he took him i didn't want to miss out on middle infielder because it's already bad it's already really bad, and I don't even like. I don't want to start my season. I honestly didn't want to come out of this draft with freaking Terang as my starting middle. So I'm still looking for a sure thing, but I don't. There isn't one right now. Middle infield is bad. Like it's the weirdest thing. I've never seen middle infield get this this dried up so quick. I don't think Castro is a set thing either. That's another thing. I don't think I don't think Rodolfo Castro has an everyday job. No, That's part of it. There are definitely, but I mean, I think there's. There's some guys uh, that I I believe in. I think Taylor will get more time. You think? I think Rangifo. Well, that's college. the thing. I I don't trust those two. <laughs> By the that's way, right. hey, Joey Wendell is a starting shortstop, bro. Go yeah, you it. can have him. Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I rather start. I rather start with a platoon bat. I I'd rather take a weak platoon bat that hits lefties like so well at this point. Now there are names like you know, Aledmus uh, Diaz is going to platoon, but yeah. he'll probably get plenty of playing time. Brandon Crawford's going to play plenty. Tony JP Kemp. Crawford's going to play. Tony Kemp is going to play. Uh, so is Jonathan Scope. It doesn't mean I want them. But yes, there are uh, Adam Frazier. Like, you know, you can look down here. You'll find playing time. So it's not like there isn't any playing time to go. Rojas, we know, is going to play. Um, so it's just a matter of do I want them to be my starter heading into the year? And the answer there is no. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I'd rather take a shot on a guy that I believe in that might. The problem is the play appearances might not be there. So it's like that's why I'm glad I got Belt because I think Belt Inter will. Inter just went in the 22nd. That's an interesting pick. I think Taylor Rogers, that was someone that Inter, was on. Yeah. What? 
my my Q just got crushed. Bradish, Bradish was on mine too. Inter. Yeah, I saw Bradish was on top of my Q too for a little bit there, and uh, but uh, he's a popular player. Well, it's just one of those things where I have my pitching staff filled out already. I, I'm not necessarily looking for reserve pitchers. I don't mind because I don't want to have to start Ronaldo Lopez. I think we're, I took Ronaldo Lopez to try to get a head start in saves. I don't necessarily plan on starting him. Maybe week one because. We need, um, you know, just to not take zeros, which is part of the strategy too, making sure you have enough players to not take zeros week one. But um, Lopez is a guy that I'm just banking. I'm trying to take a shot on some upside for saves more than anything else. Well, there's a the player I'm hoping to fall is another. Uh, oh, McGuff was a good pick. Good one, yep. Player I'm hoping to fall is another uh, ADP and kind of cheat code, and that's Mitch Garber because um, he yeah. will qualify a catcher pretty soon. I think he. You know, he, he's a good enough hitter. I still believe that if he's healthy, he, he could end up in your utility slot. Um, if he gets, you know, the games, then I've got a third I, really late. Yeah, see, that's, uh, he, was, he was a guy that I had in my queue, but I'm not, like, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, like, I like the idea. Well, he should get catcher eligibility rather, yeah. rather quickly. I do think, because he's, he's catching in spring. They yeah. sent down Huff. He is the backup catcher. He's going to catch. Yeah. Um, and a DC, I like him a lot more, obviously, because of that. But ultimately... I mean, someone like me probably could use him, but I like. Oh, there's actually a couple guys I like more than him at catcher still, so I have no problem letting. Like, if you're taking them, that's fine. That's fine with me, just because I, I, I have no. Again, I have no real issue with uh, starting with like Bentoncourt or. Yeah, Bentoncourt's there, and there's a couple. Of, there are some upside plays. Oh, there's well. definitely upside plays, and you know, I have my eyes on one of them. <laughs> I might just take them now. Screw it. I was about to say, I bet you should, because I think Matt will somehow screw me on it just to screw with me. I'm gonna wait for I'm gonna wait for the turn here to take off. Would you? I'll guess take Blake. Yep, yep. I was. I thought about him too. He was up there. Well, here's the thing. He's up there with me, and um, I don't. He's. But now I'm gonna take. But here's the thing. I don't trust the playing time. I think as a second catcher, he's a fun, fun streamer, a fun guy to we'll see how because he could play. He, you know, he could play way more than we expect as a utility type. Yeah. Yes, utility type, and he's hitting in spring, but he's a rule five guy. But he's not safe. I think a guy like uh, Bentoncourt is still a lot safer. And there's other options. I feel like I can grab for depth. Like there's not like it's not like there's a lack of other options to take here. Well, there are is a lack of other options, but but not you know what I mean. Like not um, Stassi was a guy I actually found myself falling back on because of all the reports of him playing, but he's injured, so I don't have any interest anymore. But Jose Trevino, I have no problem as a as a yeah, backup, and Narvaez, you know he's gonna play. Stuff like that. Like I have no. Now that I got my second guy, I'm not going to take Benton Corn, but someone else take. Um. So I'm going to go back to get him off my board. I'm going to take. Ooh, who do I want? I'm going to take this guy. This guy's higher on the guy that I want to. It's a gamble pick. My okay. So it's this is the end of 23, 23rd round. If you want to head out, Chris, I don't. I don't yeah, but I'm just, I'm, well, since Matt picked, and then I picked, then I picked pretty quickly after it. Wait for the <laughs> double and then hit, then we, hit it. We, we can say that about the rest of the draft, though. We could. <laughs> we could. We could. I want to see. Uh, we've got someone on auto. This guy, hi. What did he? Has he? Is that the same person that's been on auto? The yes. Whole- oh, oh yes. I, I didn't even realize it was. Yeah, you're on the clock, Matt. You got 13 15 seconds. seconds. Josiah Gray. This guy's Go away. I got to see what this guy has. Hi. So Jorge Mateo is a starting shortstop. He's got one catcher. That's Cal Rowley. His outfield is Stephen Kwan, Harrison Bader, Jesse Winker, Lane Thomas, and Charlie Black. You want to see an upside pick? You're going to see a nice upside pick. Oh my goodness. Waldachuk. That's not the pick I was talking about being an upside pick. My pick's the upside pick. His oh, pick is... I think Waldachuk was a good upside pick. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Waldachuk just... is, is the upside pick. No, 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 no. I have one that's more upside. As long as you don't need wins. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, that's pretty much it. Wins. I, I don't know what to expect otherwise. 
There's this guy called. There's this guy. I don't know if you've heard of him. Edwin Diaz available. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Too soon. All right. Here it is. Oh, I like it. He's no, he wall, he's no wall to chop. He's also he's also going. He's also my reserve pitcher. That's the only reason I, I wasn't taking him as a starter. He's a reserve pitcher that I can right. stream. But uh, who, who you end up? I was going to take one of my signature players and leave. And this is I, this is a draft champion special. I have him everywhere because I always love having a guy like Wilmer Flores. Plays hey, I was I was considering Wilmer three positions. Yeah, I like him. great ex Matt Matt in your honor. Cried on his way out of the city. He loved it so much. And should be in for a nice little bounce back offensively. It's been a blast, guys. Yeah. I will uh I will talk to you soon. Definitely we'll yeah, talk soon. It's been too long, man. Good to see you. Yeah, I, I see curling all the time. But you see me on Twitter <laughs> and talk to me in the group chat. So yeah. That group chat is still alive, Matt, by the way. Very oh, much. is it? You're kidding me. Oh, I don't no, know how. Possible. I don't know how. How many people is. are in it? How many people are in it? The same, oh, yeah. I think like I saw like 10 or 12 of us 10 still. Or 12, yeah. Yep. The same ones. Right. George, uh Chris we got me. We've had a few guys join, but did we? Yeah, well, Fish. Oh, he's and, right. Uh, I forgot about that. Derek and a couple others. But anyway, yeah. All right. have a good one, guys. <laughs> yeah, fun on vacation. That's going to do it for this podcast. Uh, appreciate you listening. This was a lot of fun. 23 rounds. that We got the starting rounds done in a 15-teamer. So if you have any questions about the bench picks and all that, tweet at us. But other than that, you got to see the inside look at how we go about things in a draft. It's a little different when you're drafting with people, but it is what it is. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate Chris and Matt for joining me. As always, we'll talk next time.